0: This ad is sponsored by Light With Purpose, a candle company fueled by faith to empower people and inspire connections through every purposefully poured candle. Check out their latest collection at lightwithpurpose.com. Also, be sure to use promo code lightgang, all one word, that's L-I-G-H-T, gang, for 15% off your next purchase.
1: To relearn, reprocess,
2: rethink what sex was, that was like taking a part of my identity away.
0: Just because you may need to seek help or you may be in transition and things may not be right, it doesn't necessarily mean that your marriage is bad.
2: Marriage is a roller coaster ride that never ends.
0: From the twists of having children to the turns of overly involved parents or the highs of buying a new home to the lows of unexpected lifestyle changes.
2: Marriage is dope, but let's be honest, fam, marriage really be tiring.
0: Welcome to the Left Hand Gang Podcast, hosted by Jazz and Spoon.
2: Yo, yo, what's good, everybody? It is the Left Hand Gang. What's up, girl? What up, gang? How you living in these streets? I'm great. Yeah? Why you got this big chuggy e. Cheese smile on your face?
0: Why I can't be great?
2: I didn't say you couldn't. I just asked why. I don't why. know.
0: I'm just grateful. Man. See,
2: they just be getting defensive for no reason. <laughs> just, I, I asked why.
0: I'm just grateful. I'm just happy today.
2: Why? Because it's the day the Lord has made? And he I shall
0: it. rejoice and be glad in
2: it. Okay, so what you glad about?
0: I'm just glad. For what? Glad to be here. That like we have a special guest. Oh, that's that,
2: that's good. what you should, you. you should just say. You should just say that from the jump. I'm
0: just happy today, baby.
2: So, is it because you got guests or because you just happy? We're so, I got to pick one happy? Yeah.
0: No. Okay.
2: Fine. So, that's what we on today? That's what we on. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Where you at? Uh, Everywhere. Okay. I'm everywhere. You want to talk about it? Mm-mm.
1: Okay, cool. All right. Moving forward. Moving forward. All right.
2: <laughs> nah, I'm good. Really, you know, this week has been... Was it this week? What's today? Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. This week has been a very emotionally, one of the most uh, emotionally invested weeks that I've had. Oh, with
0: work?
2: With, yeah, work, the retreat, and I had leadership last Friday, so, and I had been with my people. Shout out my Aspen House associates people, man. We, uh, We did a lot of bonding and growing, and I loved it, so... Yeah, I'm just really, really trying to, like, find myself and come back and be centered. That's okay. it. But, yeah. Can uh-huh. you remind everyone what Aspen House is? I
0: feel, I feel like it's been a long time since we've talked
2: about it. Yeah, so Aspen House Associates uh, started by me, built by me, oh. funded. No, nah, What well, we're not going to do is lie. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, well, we're not going
0: to. Res- all due respect, husband. <laughs> we ain't going to be able to do that. No,
2: nah, so Aspen House Associates... Um, It's a private practice where we do counseling services, therapy service, as well as coaching. And I do serve as one of the coaches there um, with leadership as well as with marriage and relationships. And I love it. I love it. So we got a lot, a lot, a lot of things that we're offering there. And our team is really growing.
0: And y'all are really, like, dope people. Like, for real, for real. Like, I don't know about other counseling facilities, but... And I don't say that just because you work there, but... Everybody there, your team is really dope.
2: Yeah, yeah, I love every last one of them, and yeah, we got a lot of just a lot of cool stuff that we be doing. Yeah, anyways, anyways, so shout out my Aspen House associate. If you need some services, come all around us. Come pull up on us. We be doing some doing some things there. Um, what else? Icy dog. Why you hit me in my chest, bro?
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So big, big shout out to our sponsors, uh, Icy Brand. We still got that promo code for 10% off. That's Icy Gang, I C Y Y gang, all one word. Don't worry about caps, lowercase. Just type it in, get your 10% off on all of that stuff. And Light With Purpose, I miss my friends. I they're really coming do. next month. I know, they're coming to kick it with us next month. I miss my Light With Purpose people. So, um, get you some candles there. Um, what is the thing? Light gang for fifteen percent off this L I G H T. Please make sure you spell light right, gang. Some people be spelling L I T E. I'm just saying. Do they? Yeah, I think
0: that's the new, the
2: young generation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna talk about it. I peep. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about it. <laughs> But Light Gang for 15% off. So visit LightWithPurpose.com to get your candle. So who we got hanging with us today?
0: Y'all, the people Mm -hmm. that we have today. Yeah. Like the fact that we're related and we just found that out.
2: Yeah, on accident.
0: (laughs) On accident. On accident. A month ago is really crazy. But um, we have a beautiful couple that is power packed with testimony and God's favor and God's grace. Mm. Um, We have the prices with
2: us. The prices. How much money?
0: I don't know. You got to ask
2: them. How much money y'all got? Probably. I will tell you
0: something. So Price is my maiden last name. Yeah. And I hated, I hated it <laughs> when everybody would say things like, the price is right, or how much you cost. Like, that's so cheesy and so dumb, and it really annoyed me. I don't know about them, but mm-hmm. I really hate it. When you hate it? Yes. Mm. So I mean, I'm I standing guess, up for them. I and guess I'm asking you to not do that. Okay, I guess
2: I can get that because people will be like, "Huh, oh, spoon, you got some cereal," so I, I would get. That <laughs> I, I've never heard. That. Or they would get the yogurt. <laughs> you, you got yogurt for my. All right. Anyways, <laughs> so I can get it. Oh, you thought that was so funny. I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> The price one isn't funny. That one is actually. <laughs> it's funny. not. It wasn't funny because you were used to it, and it was you. That's why. I guess.
0: Anyway, okay. yes, we have some social media <laughs> Um and I'm not gonna introduce y'all completely. I'm gonna let y'all tell everybody who y'all are. But um, who wants to start? Who you are? Where you from?
3: Well, what set you claim? Jump in there, because my maiden name is Jackson. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was sorry, Miss Jackson. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I get that. Yeah, it was a lot growing up i'm like i really hated that But <laughs> um i'm kiana price um and this is
4: uh, anthony price
2: hey kiana can you do me a favor and pull your mic up a little closer to you yes it's gonna have I, to be in your personal because i know <laughs> you you trying to keep it out your space I was. <laughs>
3: it's like a little speck like right here yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but yeah so where y'all from dallas
0: yeah dallas
4: triple d going raised all the good things.
3: All over the Metroplex, pretty No, whenever you say Dallas,
2: <laughs> like what you mean? Because you know how as Dallas people be like. You mean the Cliff, or are you talking about like Mesquite or something? So like,
4: uh, mo- half of my life, Pleasant Grove. Oh, okay. Oh, so you from the Grove? Yeah, Gross, huh? half, yeah. A greedy and Grove. Then Mesquite. Then hmm. Garland.
3: Yeah, like, when I say the metroplex, I moved around a lot. Okay. But, um...
4: I don't think you got that much time for her. <laughs> <laughs> I went to 13
3: schools. Okay. So that says a lot. But, um, I was born and raised in East Dallas Projects. Okay. So, um, I spent most of my childhood in South Dallas. South Dallas? So Side-della. like, yeah, 44. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Down that way. So, yeah, we moved around a lot, too. So, I think... By the time I got to middle school, I have been Pleasant Grove, Oak Cliff, North Dallas a couple times. Mm.
2: Okay. Yeah, you kept me in rotation.
3: Yep. Yep. That's probably why, like, I know a lot of people. Yeah. It probably
2: you know is. What? That You know, you know what? what? That makes That sense. makes a lot of sense now. So, like, what's, what is y'all's story, though? How did y'all meet and all of that stuff? What's that?
4: You want to tell your side, then you want me to tell the
2: truth? Okay. Why is there always so, two stories? That's crazy. Because... Everybody has two stories. It's like he got a story and then
4: she got a story. Every time. Well, I normally let her
2: tell the lie first
4: and then I tell her. Oh, it. okay. You go wow. clean it up. Okay.
3: Okay. You know Honestly, it's not a lie. I think the reason why there's always two sides because I think the woman, we give more details. Uh-huh. Specifics. Mm-hmm. I got key, you. Key. Uh, components to a story. Mm. So, um, so our
2: components ain't key. That's what she's saying. Yeah, b- I think b- they're b- very b-
3: surface. B- and um, mm. you don't want people in your business. Tell a story. Okay, okay Man, cool. Shots are yeah. bingo. So, <laughs> wow. Wow. We met in
1: 2008.
3: How many years ago was that? Um, We met at 18. So we were at 15 years. Wow. We met through a mutual friend, but not really. Because... The the friend I knew worked at the same grocery store that he did, and so I went in there one night, real late, to get some. I think milk or eggs, something. One of them. I'm gonna run to the store real quick and mm-hmm. grab this. And so it you, don't matter what I look like. I mean, I'm probably two different pairs of shoes, <laughs> like hair in a in a um in a scarf, like just looking crazy. <laughs> and I seen my friends. So I I stopped to chop it up with them. I was like, oh, well, you know, what time you get off? Da da da. And I looked down the aisle; they were all stalkers. So I seen him, and I knew of him, um, but you know I wasn't there for that. And so I chopped it up with my friend, and so I left. I think by the time was it the same night? Okay, <laughs> y'all didn't you see his
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, so I remember getting a MySpace message from him.
4: MySpace. My space. Let's, let's, let's let that simmer right there. MySpace. 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 That was a, that was it. You said, click the page and the music started playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. And depending
3: on what your mood was, yeah. you had like the waterfall yeah. Yeah. down, yeah.
2: matching background. Yeah.
3: You had butterflies coming out the woodworks. <laughs> you
2: yeah. had all them quizzes on there too. You know what? We were
3: coders. That's Y'all well, were. Y'all really were really
2: computer
1: the coders. First. But
3: um, I had a message from him, and I knew exactly who it was. And I remember opening it up and it, and I still remember what it said. It said, "Hey." I think you're kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me take you out sometime. Here's my number. And I thought to myself, uh-uh, because he's supposed to have a girlfriend. Oh. At least that's what I thought.
1: Mm.
3: Oh. So what what part of that is a lie?
4: So mm-hmm. we met at Walmart, neighborhood Walmart, on aisle 13, which is kind of funny because that was the chip aisle. We were stalking the chip aisle.
0: Oh, I love that you know the uh, aisle number. 13, 13, yeah. Yeah,
4: she 13, came. twenty. She 13. came around the she came around the corner and she had on red basketball shorts and a hoodie and some slides. <laughs> but men don't remember details. Right. You know, uh, right. Oh, right. oh right. Right. okay, I see you. Okay. And so then she was I asked he was standing next to me and he was walking that way and I was like, Who's that? So oh that's my best friend. And then so they had their conversation and I was like So then when he came back, we chatted it up and he's like, Well, you know, she she is single, but he was like, That's my best friend. Like, make sure, you know, he's protect. like, make sure you take care of my best friend. Yada yada yada, So I think it was maybe a few days later. She said it was the night <laughs> I don't believe that part. It was instantly. It was not instant. <laughs> it had to have been I didn't overnight. Get off to 11 o'clock it, it was the, it was
3: it was an overnight message for sure.
1: No. It was <laughs>
3: quick. But it, it
1: happened. Was, yeah, it happened.
3: <laughs> it happened. But I I played it small though because in my mind he had a girlfriend mm-hmm. cuz that's what that's what it was. Like my best friend said, "Oh, he you know, he's dating this girl because I knew of him because of the car he drove. So, back in the day, I was that girl. If you had a system in your car mm. or you had some kind of slab, mm. I had eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. had eyes. Free. Okay. So I'm trying to I'm trying to peep the scene. Ratchet. He had a little thump in his Toyota Camry. Yeah. And um, so, I was peeping through the parking lot because I would be like, man, who's that? Well, you know, with that with that sound system, it sounds pretty good. And uh, my best friend would say, oh, that's Ant and i was like oh, okay so i seen him a couple times but he had a girlfriend that was the word so i didn't really respond right away cuz i wasn't sure how to play it like mm-hmm. you know um at this time i had just got out of a relationship with my son's father um my son was one at the time and so i didn't really know how to play it but funny story though
1: Yeah,
4: fast forward we we communicate back and forth on my space then we exchange numbers mm-hmm. and then I'm t- I told my best friend about her at the time. And then I went to, my sister had a baby. So I show up at the hospital. I'm sitting there with her, my mom, my best friend. And then her, her sister, and her mom walk in. Hmm. And I'm like, elbowing my homeboy, like, Hey, wait, into s-
0: the same room?
4: I'm like, Hey, you remember that girl I was telling you about? He was like, Yeah. I said, That's her right there. The <laughs> light skinned one. He told me, hey, You invited her to the hospital? I said, No, I don't know why she's <laughs> here. That's what I'm telling you. He was like, What? And I'm like, He said, This is weird.
3: I walked in that room and I was so embarrassed. I was like, Oh my gosh. I'm like I kid you not I told my sister I was like, He is stalking me.
4: Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I showed up at the hospital to see right. a random baby. Right. But I was in the room first. <laughs> his, but I'm stalking you.
3: His sister right. and my mom were friends.
1: Yes. Okay. And his we sister. didn't
3: even know. Wow. They
1: yeah, never knew. Um, <laughs> never knew that they hung out.
3: Like they on, were they were yeah,
4: on weekends, they hit the club, they ran around. Doing together, their thing, but never.
3: Wow. I was like, so immediately I was like I'm I told my sister let's go. Like I don't want to be in here like it's weird. <laughs> and um we still laugh about that cuz we it hasn't been like a month later mm-hmm. that we showed up at the hospital at the same time but it's just crazy how like we kept running into the same circles with one another. So I'm like this is this is weird. But um we dated for a little bit or what tried. Was our too. first date. Our first date? Yeah. Chili's.
1: Mhm.
2: So that's on. It's on that list that they've been talking yeah, about that you can't do that no you more. Can't do no more.
3: Yeah. yeah, you take a girl to Chili's now, you out of there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's gonna cut it. I it was so funny.
4: <laughs> our, we laugh about our first date because she ordered. Honey chipotle, chicken crisp. Yeah. Those But my guys favorite. don't remember detail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, we don't remember wow. detail. Like, Come on, he coming uh, through. T- Since I want to help you, but I mean. Yeah, a salad. She, but <laughs> she was like it. picked at the salad the whole time. I'm like, you not hungry? And she's like, no, like I ate something like before you pick me up. I'm like, I'm good. So, okay. So she packed it all up to go. We have a good time. I drop her off at home. What'd you do when you got in the house? Before I, we I got devoured, out your heels, I devoured that. Trying to be cute,
3: trying to be cute, trying to be you know how the honey Chipotle them. they they
0: real messy, yes. Now they kind of dry because they they real stingy with the sauce, but back then when it was a it real was chicken, very strip, messy. yeah, and so it's, so it's so like thick. you can't you
3: don't want to wipe your mouth too much, right? You look like you're a messy eater, right?
0: right. So I was I just
4: like,
0: and then mm-hmm. the sauce be all over
3: your hands, yeah, yeah. And so he was like, that's how you gonna eat, and I was like, yeah.
4: And i had to laugh because i remember leading up to the date i'm like where are you like where you want to go like, it don't matter like taco bell i'm like, I'm like what <laughs> <laughs> well who wants to go there
3: <laughs> that's because coming up like we live literally in two separate worlds like to me chilies and like applebee's and stuff like that to me that was high end it mm-hmm. was back
0: yeah, then it was.
3: like i was a taco bell mcdonald's mm-hmm. yeah um Really like noodles, like stuff. like I didn't know of those places, so he was like, Where you want to go? And I'm like, We can go to McDonald's. Like, <laughs> here, you good. know,
4: I, I think my mindset then was like, Man, I done worked all week for this chick. You yeah, you think I'm gonna uh-uh. <laughs> eat? Like. See, that's
3: something I didn't know nothing about. Your girl wasn't <laughs> working back then, so yeah, I, I didn't I'm know the low. value of a dollar.
4: Look, I gave Walmart all my time, you know, boxes out in slang We're gonna go eat, we're gonna <laughs> eat. eat good.
3: So, y'all dated
0: after. Y'all saw each other at the hospital mm-hmm. for a little, well, you for say y'all tried bit. to, and then I'm guessing y'all broke up, and then there had to have been a reconnect. Yeah. Definitely.
4: Um, How long was so that time spent? When I left Walmart, I moved to Arlington um, with my dad, because I was going to uh, Brookhaven, which is like a Ford like Ford College. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So every time she like she would, oh, let's go do this, let's go do that. Like, and I had just moved, started working for a dealership, so that, that was big time. As far so, I needed to always be there. So we worked every Saturday. I'm like, hey, I can't go to the club because I got to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday night, hey, you want to go out? I can't do that because I got to be at church in the morning. Mm-hmm. I was going to Friendship West at the time. Okay, uh, get Pastor Haynes, little shout out. <laughs> 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 but that was that's just what I was on. Like, hey, I'm work church, and like, you know, we I ain't got time for the clubbing. Mm-hmm. And so that's just kind of what she was on at the time. And so we kind of drifted apart.
3: Yes and no. So I'm going to take accountability in that area because I think because he was on this path of living right, working, going to church, like I saw that as negatives. Like I saw that as like lame, like you're not fun. Like, so for me, like that was a turnoff. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to come out and do what I'm doing. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to meet me where I'm at. And I just thought like you wasted my time because mm-hmm. like you don't want to come out. You don't want to and I used to smoke back then. So it's like, you're not that guy.
0: You're not where I am at no. all. Yeah.
3: And I, and I saw that as like a downer, like, mm-mm, he's not it. Um. I mean, I love that he was hardworking. I love that he was a go-getter. But for me, like when it was time to play, it was time to play. And mm-hmm. he wasn't about it. Like, he would be like, I'm like, come over. You know, I lived in Garland at the time. He was in Arlington. So I would. Tell him to come see me. He was like, "Well, I gotta get up early." So to me, it just sounded like a bunch of excuses. Dude
0: was responsible. I was like,
3: I was like, "Well, come out, you know, come out." I used to go to Rhythm City on Sunday nights. Ladies got in free before ten, <laughs> and um, and so I would invite him, like, meet me at the club, you know. And he'd be like, "No, I gotta, you know, get up and go to work in the morning." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> so I. Like, during that time, I didn't really take him serious. And so I had met this other guy, which is um the twins' dad. And I started talking to him while still trying to, like, talk to him or keep him, but then talking to the twins' mm-hmm. dad. And so I ended up breaking up with him for the other guy. Mm. And that happened in 2009. So we met in 2008. This happened roughly in 2009. And we didn't reconnect until 2021. Whoa. Wait. What? 2011. Sorry. Wait, I was like, yeah, wait. wait. Sorry. Sorry. Actually, I was like, wait. sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm what about like,
2: this the... bad thing math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what?
1: 2011. 2011.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: So some time passed. 2 years later. Mm. Stand out for the crowd by being yourself because everyone else is taken. Icy Brand is dedicated to empowering individuals to express their unique creativity and explore the world through fashion that inspires adventure, curiosity, and self-discovery. Head over to IcyBrand.com and use our code IcyGang. That's I-C-Y-Y. Gang for 10% off your next order. Stay icy. So,
4: Anthony, what was that like for you? Mm, man, it was, life kept going. like. um. Cause I just knew where my mindset was. Like mm-hmm. I knew what my goals was in the dealership. So yeah, it on, so I couldn't sacrifice one. I'm like, I'm here, but I'm present. Like mm-hmm. we hung out on, we used to hang out on Fridays, but like when it comes time to go to work and do, like, I gotta take care of business. Like mm-hmm. I kind of knew like the way I grew up and I didn't want to repeat that mm-hmm. lifestyle. So i not gotta be responsible. So, I mean, it was tough, but like my dad always says, like, you know, if it, you have to love enough to let go, mm-hmm. and if it's meant to be, it'll come back around. Mm. And so, sure enough, it came back around.
2: So, uh, I just think it's it's so interesting that like Kiana, you was like, "Yeah, I ain't there, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm I get that. I'm, I'm on something else." And the the current lifestyle that you were living, mm-hmm. it was more so anything that he did that was quote unquote good was really a negative because it don't fit with what I'm trying to do or it doesn't fit the, the narrative of the lifestyle that I currently have. And I I really think that that's where a lot of people, when they get into relationships, they don't really recognize that, that, that right there, that like I'm on something else Mm -hmm. and anything that you do is going to piss me off anyways. Mm -hmm. And so rather than, (laughs) rather than cutting it off or what have you trying to play both sides, like, you know, I guess I said keeping one foot in over here and one foot in over here and trying to just play both roles instead of just letting it just just letting it go.
4: Yeah. yeah. I I remember like when we were dating, like I would go get off for Saturday, go see her on a Saturday night. And then I may end up staying the night, but then Sunday morning I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna go 'cause I am going to go because i got to go to church. Mm. Like, do you wanna come? And she was like, always it was always a no. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So why you didn't want to go to church?
3: I was not I was not that typical raised in church like he he was raised in church like church was his foundation like he knew of church
4: okay okay from that background okay Okay. so him going to church on
3: Sundays I'm like what like Sundays is for rest like sleeping (laughs) in and I think because the way I was brought up we I went to church but I didn't we weren't in church like mm-hmm. we would go to church and when we went to church it was good it was cool and it was like okay you know to me this was like something you you could do yeah on yeah. Sunday. It was optional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you know you could get there yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. um <laughs> become as you are though so it's like I remember I remember Sundays where my mom where we had enough gas or we had a ride and we would go to church and she would blast her your London Adams mm-hmm. and I knew it's going to be a good day it's gonna be a good day And we would go to church. We were going to St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church at the time. And beautiful congregation. I loved everything about the church from what I can remember as a child. And she put us in kids choir. I remember um, I was hopeful. I was like, okay, we might be. But because we moved around so much, Mm -hmm. it's like nothing was consistent. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, yeah. It's like when it got good, it was gone. Mm -hmm. And so I was raised with a lot of women like great granny, granny, mama, sister. And so I didn't know what a male like figure or perspective or any of that in my life. To me, that was something I was trying to figure out. I knew I wanted that. I just didn't know how to get it and keep it. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, if you ain't what I'm, if you ain't on what I'm on. then You you know, you can get gone. But mm-hmm. it was, it was hard. I think I made it very hard for him because I, I didn't have that respect in that manner for his hard work and dedication. Like, it's funny. We joke about it now. But um, at the time, I was in school for medical assisting at Remington. And um, I invited him to my graduation. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come. You know, I was like, okay, cool. I was looking forward to him coming. This was in 2009, probably right before we broke up. He didn't come. Mm -hmm. I I remember blowing his phone up and texting him, like, where you at? It's about to start guess where he was at work work mm. i was like man no <laughs> mm. like mm-mm. you do missed the one of the most important days of my life like mm. uh-uh
4: and that was how many years ago
3: it, but no, th- I'm, 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 i know but what but see this is the thing about history and how it repeats itself because a year prior in 2008 my son's father went to jail on the day of my prom mm. so that crushed me mm. i was like you calling me from jail when I'm getting ready for prom? Oh You're supposed gosh. to be here in an hour. Damn. So it's like when he did that to me, I'm just like, to me, I'm, I am I crack with my friends about this, but that I-N-D-E-P,
1: mm-hmm. like that mentality, mm-hmm. yeah. that's
3: what I was on because I'm like, I can't trust men. Like they, like mm-hmm. I can't be out here trying to be in a relationship with with a guy that's letting me down. Mm-hmm.
4: And what's crazy is to this day, the reason why I asked that question, to this day, I can't go down 635 and pass it's, it's 75. Or seventy five yeah, and passed where she graduated. While her asking, like that's where my graduation was. <laughs> <laughs> and where was you at again? Like it's been so to- how it's, many years? It's still and
1: tender. It's-, it's still the tender. answer.
4: Haven't changed. I was at Don Because I really liked it. I was at Don <laughs> Davis. Yeah, I was forward at Don Davis. <laughs> Ford and all of the must know.
3: I really liked you, and so I invited you because I'm like I wanted you to be a part of that moment. Like mm-hmm. I, I did it, you know. And it was hard. School was hard because I had a baby and I went to school at night so I could work during the day. So mm-hmm. I had a lot going on. And although I was in the club and doing me, I was taking care of a little business. The right? little, little business.
0: Stuff yeah, yeah, a little, yeah. Business. A little, business. A little business. And so I
3: was proud. You know, yeah. I was proud of that. That you moment. should be. And so I think what happened was he was supposed to take off because he, he was scheduled to work, but I think he was supposed to take off and maybe he didn't take off or you couldn't get that Saturday off. And instead of him telling me, Like, he just didn't show up.
4: Yeah, I think, well, back then I was low on the totem pole. So, Mm. yeah, Saturdays are crucial at a dealership. So, you just can't walk in there and be like, I'm not going to be here this Saturday. Yeah. And it's like, what? It's like trying to take out Black Friday and you work at Walmart. It's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not happening. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, but he was really sweet. Like, he he was, like, I'll tell my friends, like, he was a good guy. Like, I didn't see that because I was just in my head about a lot. Um but like I said I used to um I used to smoke real heavy back then and before he would come and see me he would bring me a snack pack.
1: <laughs>
3: and that was his way of like showing me love mm-hmm. or like not contributing to the to the uh what I was doing but just his way of like I see you. And it's so funny cuz this week just this week we were I was listening to something and I sent him the video and it was talking about how a person disciples you but like in your life not even knowing that they were discipling you. Mm-hmm. So like him meeting me where I was was him bringing me that snack pack. Yeah. What was the snack pack?
4: Um a cool blue Gatorade, some trolley worms, uh some hot Cheetos and a wine black. Man, <laughs> so details. There we go now, but we don't remember the details. According to I
3: mean you own it today. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta
4: because, because I gotta we in give front of the company. I mean he, <laughs> he, he, he
3: is he's he's reaching he's <laughs> deep in that bag today. Mm.
0: So what was that reconnection like? You said twenty eleven?
3: Mm-hmm. The year I turned twenty one. Um it was weird it. for me. Did
0: y'all run into each other randomly
3: again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I messaged him on Facebook. Mm.
0: You reached out. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yeah. t- we got to talk about that. Yeah. What caused the turnaround?
2: Because yeah, like, he was lame before. Right? Was so lame and you was out here doing your thing. I yeah. was. What, what made you humble yourself
1: <laughs>
2: to reach back out to Ant?
3: One of those, I told you so without nobody telling me because mm. I had to live it. Mm. Um, so, mind you, I had already had my oldest son. When we met, he was one year old. When I... Uh, Got with the other guy. I ended up getting pregnant with twins, a boy-girl twin. So when when I reached back out to him, well, you saw life happening on Mm -hmm. Facebook. So he knew I had the babies, things like that. But um, going through heartache and and knowing, like, dang, I didn't have to go through this, but I went Mm -hmm. through this because I chose this. Mm -hmm. And so I remember after breaking up with the twins dad and finally just having enough because he was just toxic and i remember seeing him on facebook and um i just remember sending him a message and it wasn't even a message to like i want to be with you it mm-hmm. was i apologized
1: mm-hmm.
3: because i knew what i did like it hurt mm-hmm. like i knew like when i was like you know i don't want to be with you or breaking up with him in the way that i did it to be with somebody else mm-hmm. like I, I i humbled myself i so i'm like i broke up with you to be with him and then this is what i got yeah um and so i remember messaging him and I was just like, uh, well, prior to that, he would send me, like, Happy Mother's Day on Facebook or Happy Birthday or Merry Christmas. Like, he was still sending me messages. Okay. But we, you know, me, I'm like, I'm in another relationship, so I wasn't really
4: entertaining mm-hmm. it like that.
3: But, you know, he he was around. Gotcha. Mm. Um, yeah. He was in the background.
2: He kept planting seeds. <laughs> he just
3: kept that planting he did. Seed. That he did. And so I reached out and I apologized and was like, you know, thank you for just being who you are. Thank you for just being a good guy. Mm -hmm. You know, I think my attraction for like those bad guys back then, it was something awful. Like it was just you are, what's the saying? Like you are a um, product of your environment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Like I went from hood to hood to hood. Like I'm everywhere in the D. So it's like, that's what I seen. Mm -hmm. I seen like you're supposed to be like this in a guy. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know a hard worker man that went to church that was in school. Like, what's that? Like, mm-hmm. clueless. And so the guys I chose, they were in the streets. They were well what my friends say, girl, you like them thugs. Like, they, <laughs> were, they were out there and I was attracted to, like, the muscle or what I thought protector. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very uh, dysfunctional way of seeing it. But, so when I reached out and apologized, I wasn't expecting much. I think I just needed to Let that be known. Mm Like
4: I'm sorry. So he replied. So what was your response? Mm, To be honest, that's probably one thing I don't remember. What what did I say back? I do remember we met up for dinner. Where did we meet for dinner? It was lunch. No, well, unless it we was there all day. At was, Black IP, and she was like, "Why are we coming here with all these old folks?" <laughs>
3: I was like, "This what you eat?"
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so funny.
4: I think she uh, she weighed probably what ninety some pounds. I was, I was <laughs> very and, skinny. <laughs> she came around the corner, she had on uh, Ed Hardy, some Ed Hardy jeans Ooh, and an Ed Hardy shirt. were clean she, yeah.
3: I tried to put on my best.
4: Yeah. <laughs> She pulled up in a grand marquee, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> nothing has changed. <laughs>
3: he said nothing has changed. <laughs>
4: Slap. Uh, like, like,
3: Man, that car there. <laughs> I, I, Mama, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, back then, that was wow. something. It was wow. a glass house, silver mm. grand marquee. Her name was Diamond. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I pulled up little video me, too. <laughs> and i like pulled
4: up in that thing hovering over the desk. <laughs> yep <to> make the <laughs> turn and i'm like
3: <laughs> that is i
0: have the visual in my <laughs> mind i could so only funny. see
3: some pictures from back in the day i wow. mean i had the red hair
4: yeah, i have a whole box of just a bunch of pictures from high school college everything but some of the pictures are in there from when she did like her senior photos and then stuff after so me and the kids now we'll, i'll be going to looking for something and uh, she'll be like, Oh, yeah, don't show them that one. Put that one up. Why do <laughs> you still have that picture? <laughs> <pictures>.
0: <laughs> so, when we hang out next time, I'm gonna need to see that box. You had to yeah. bring the, box, <laughs> bring sure. the, the whole like, box.
2: Whoa, you were out there.
3: Yeah. That's what you wore at the club. Wow, <laughs> gotcha. We
4: thank God. And then, what's funny is, I know it's one picture, it's her, her, her mom, and her best friend, or her old best friend, or whatever and she was like don't show the kids that they grandma on there
3: <laughs> we went to uh we went to a phone party
4: yeah
3: so, you know they you wear your swimsuit to yeah to the phone party but the girls used to have the shorts open you know uh, oh yeah dang i forgot about that you're right <laughs> mm-hmm. you have to show your swimsuit bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but i remember um your message back was very humbling it was it was sweet it was just everything that I expected it to be, and you accepted my apology, and uh, we just caught up after that. I think we we messaged back and forth for a little while, and then we exchanged numbers, and it was more so like catching up, mm-hmm. like what has life been for you? And um, I mean everything pretty was smooth sailing on his side. He had advanced in his job, and he had graduated college. Like he, everything was good, and I'm over here like, man, I've been through this and that, and just, mm-hmm. and um. One thing I can say, I've always respected his ear to listen. Like he never judged Mm -hmm. me for like being out bad as I was or a part of me didn't care, but a part of me um, appreciated Mm -hmm. like that he wasn't bashful or throwing it up in my face or making me feel like I told you so, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you chose him.
2: So what was it like not having, I guess, that, that um presentation of what like a man is, what a man is supposed to be, and then <clears throat> Anthony showing up, and I guess being the first representation of what a man should be, contrary to what you've you know had in previous relationships or had seen before,
0: are you saying like now in like two thousand eleven
2: yeah, 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 talked
0: about
3: before, yeah,
0: okay, yeah, so yeah. like now or not not now but yeah at that time like
3: at that time yeah um I think my kids humbled me um I think me becoming a mother and having expectations for them kind of set them for myself because I don't think I had any prior I, I was a teen mom I got I had my oldest son at um 16 going on 17 so I was a junior in high school when I had him and um no one could have told me that I was going to be a mom that early. Yeah. I don't think I had dreams for college. Like I had dreams to be something in the world. Texas Tech was actually on my top three, <laughs> yeah. and um, Welcome. I I y'all never guess why though, because in eighth grade, the you know how the schools come out uh, like Recruiting. college day, career day, uh-huh. and I picked up the Texas Tech. Brochure and it was some football players on a friend. I'm like, he cute.
0: (laughs) I mean, I understand. I'm going to Texas Tech, (laughs) hands
3: down. And they had a good architectural program Uh because I thought I wanted to be an architect. Mm -hmm. Um, and so life happened really fast for me, being the oldest Mm -hmm. of three. My mom always worked at least a couple jobs, and knowing what I know now, my flesh didn't want this man to be great, like. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know what that was, and I think coming to him in 2011, I think I still didn't know, but I think I was willing to give it a try mm-hmm. to see. And it was still hard. Ooh, it was hard. I was like, "You do a lot of amazing things, but I don't. I don't know where I, I, I where I can adapt and fit in." And I had three kids, and so I'm thinking about them. And so he, he at the time, he just put action. Into play. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't, that's something that was different because my previous guys were all talk. It was like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna get you this house, I'm gonna get you this car, we're gonna do this, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, it's, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he definitely was like about that action, like, you know, moving me and the kids in and like being that provider and like, showing me responsibility mm-hmm. and laying down house rules like house rules <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah what it's a you man. know as man. a man and yeah. so I sh- I struggled with it all the way to marriage mm-hmm. I struggled um oh I struggled hard because I didn't know how to be the woman in his life and not And not, you know, relate to how I was raised. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because my mom and granny, sister, like, it was that what can you do for me mentality. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it was heavy. It was Mm -hmm. like, if you ain't doing X, Y, and Z, then what you here for? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so trying to find that balance between not see him as just, someone that can do for me, but someone that loves me and is willing to do for me Mm. and the kids. And so I battled in that because it's like, I want, I want to, you know, make this change and be the woman you know I can be. But it's like, how do I erase Mm. 21 years of upbringing? Like, it was, and I didn't have a dad. So like, there was no men Mm -hmm. in my life. Like, no man. So all I got was pretty much like, well, this is how. Like, okay, for example, finances was a huge one. It still, it still comes up sometimes.
2: I think that's everybody' marriage.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and he would try to put me on a budget. And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> and and I definitely had that mindset. Like, you ain't my daddy. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you to tell me? Like, I'm a grown woman. Like, you're not gonna tell me, yeah, how to spend my money and you know, um. And so yeah, I think my flesh in the way that I know the enemy now. Oh, he he wanted he didn't want none of this to happen. Like I think when we got engaged to get married, I was I wasn't really hesitant or skeptical cuz we knew we knew we loved each other. Um but Lord, I didn't know that when you get married, it was different from like your relationship, and I don't think people realize that they don't, and that's
0: why we got this <laughs> podcast. Yep. It's,
3: it's a different it's like ball game. Like, yeah, you may yeah. know the sport, but when you step back out on that plane, yeah, it's not going to be the same. Yeah.
2: So, Anthony, considering all those different things, so I mean, there's a, there's a lot that's happened, right? Mm-hmm. So, y'all were together, kinda. Then y'all took each other seriously, but then sister's like, "Nah, this ain't for me." and then she comes back not with one but now three kids. Mm-hmm. And so mentally, how was that process for you being able to extend grace and still open yourself up to allowing her to be in your space?
4: And I, uh honestly, I think my mom had a played a big part in that like behind the scenes and I don't even think she realized it. That's just the way she was like if like so the whole time that um, I grew up, my mom was a single mom, mm-hmm. but she only dated one guy the whole time. And it was for a couple of years, but it was, her thing was always hey, you have to accept me and my kids. If that's not a part, then we ended up in a mm-hmm. sense of us doing no talking because I have a package of two. And then later on, she had adopted one of my cousins that his parents had passed. So three. So now she's saying, Hey, I got three. If you don't accept these three, then mm-hmm. so I kept it in the back of my mind. Like if I love her enough, I have to accept mm-hmm. everything that comes with her. And I remember it's funny because I think the first day she came over to my apartment, uh had my swear my dog, if I could we could talk, he looked like where are all these damn kids? <laughs> 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 because it's just been me and him for so yeah. long. Like, and then you those? got the you have the twins are one, you know, they're running around mm. picking up his toys, pulling his ears. And he's <laughs> just like,
1: where, what's going on here? Like
4: mm-hmm. But and I just like I thought about my mom like you just accept it. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. and it's been wonderful. Like, it's funny because me and Leigh, which is our daughter, she we have such a love-hate relationship, but it's more love than hated. But she always gives me, like, I, I have, these, like, my, she's like, my legs are hairy because of you, dad, or because of you. It's all your oh. fault. Like, so we, so it's just been a blessing all around. Mm-hmm. Like, um, mm-hmm. I couldn't ask for nothing more. Man. And it all went full circle. And mm-hmm. we're just one big happy blended family.
0: I love that. What have been some challenges for either of you navigating a blended family? We had one couple on um, some dear friends of ours that talked about it, but we haven't had a lot of people on this platform share how it can be difficult in the reality of taking to, taking a family and blending it. It doesn't mean that it's impossible, but it does come with some challenges. So do you all mind speaking to what have been maybe a couple of the ones that you have had to navigate?
4: One thing I know for like for sure, like just because when me and her decide, hey, this is us, this is what we're gonna do, this is the way we're gonna raise run our house and raise our kids and we elevate, just because you elevate the other the the fathers or the other other parents, they may still be down here. Mm -hmm. So they may be still tugging and trying to, you know, Disrupt, I guess I call it disrupt what you got going on. Mm-hmm. So that can always be a challenge if the co-parent is not
3: mm-hmm. on
4: the same plane surface. Mm-hmm.
3: And it's it's good now, but it took. Let's see, our oldest is sixteen. The twins are thirteen. You've been in their You've been in their life since they were what three and one,
1: mm-hmm.
3: or was it three What's for them? Three? That's their
0: whole life.
4: Their yeah. whole life. Yeah, one for Carlos and. Both.
3: The twins were one. Yeah,
4: both of, I met mean, both of them at one. Really? So. Oh, yeah, because the first time. Yeah, the, the first, first, first time, time. Carlos was one, then when I met the twins, they were one. Mm.
3: Mm. So with the co-parenting, it's good now, but it just got good. We've been together, what, 12 years? Mm. It just got good probably about four, five years ago.
4: Mm, probably, like, right before my mom passed. I would say, well, before my mom passed, one kind of caught up to speed. And then one was still lingering, like on just a dumb stuff. And then a few years later, now he's up to speed. So like now it's just kosher, but
3: but it definitely caused a lot of havoc in our marriage because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's more so of me trying to work out schedules and mm-hmm. uh, pick up and drop off spots. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as the head of our house, they they're not welcome in my home. Like I don't want them coming here and picking up the kids. Like have a mutual place to where y'all can meet it was my mom's house for a minute and then so she moved out of pocket and so I respected that but obviously them over here it was like why he don't want us at you know at the house and it was just drama and so I'm trying to respect my marriage and what my husband is saying while not trying to complicate this because like I don't want to jeopardize the kids visit because they get mad or They'd be like, well, I'm not getting the kids, because you know, for whatever reason. And so I remember there were so many Fridays where I'm set to drop them off at 7. It'd be 8, 8.30, and I'm still sitting in the 7-Eleven parking lot like, "Wow, we waiting on your dad, you know? And I think for me, it took him a while to understand my posture behind that. But because I grew up without a father,
1: yeah,
3: I didn't want, them to miss out on that relationship because we weren't together. Like, I didn't want to jeopardize them not having their fathers in their life because I'm bitter and I'm broken mm-hmm. and I'm this and that and the third. And so it wasn't going to be on my account.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: If they weren't present, it was going to be because they didn't come pick you up or they were too busy or whatever. And so it took a lot to navigate that because he would be like, you're too nice. You're 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 being too mm-hmm. nice. And I I'm can like, see that. yeah. Well, it's not that I'm being nice. Like, I just want to be, I want to be, like, co-parenting. Like, I want it to be fluid. I want it to be, I don't want no problems. Like, yeah. it's not that I'm letting them have their way. But, like, I'm looking at these kids and, like, they deserve their weekend. Like, they want their weekend. So it's, it took a lot because it was hard for me to figure out how to not mess up with what's going on over here and respect the marriage while still trying to co-parent. Mm -hmm. um as the kids got older it got easier because um we weren't dropping off toddlers and we weren't dropping off you know five and six year olds like these as they got grew up it got easier to be like you can grab them from school or Mm -hmm. um what time they're gonna be back okay it i feel like it got more flexible gotcha but in the beginning it was a tight rope (laughs) it was it was tight because that was the only way we were gonna let the fathers know that what we're doing over here is, it's because we're building something mm-hmm. like they have to be in bed at a certain time. Like they have to be back at a certain time. You can't just come randomly pick them up or drop them off. Like yeah. we were creating structure and mm-hmm. and even grasping that I was struggling because I had structure growing up, but not really. It was like, it was strict, but it wasn't implemented by man.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And so as mm-hmm. you can see, I still was struggling in that aspect because I'm like, I hear you as my husband, but then I, I'm looking at two baby dads over here, like trying to navigate yeah. how to be, how to be present, you know, as like a co-parent. So that was hard in a sense, because I'm just like, now I'm trying to navigate marriage and co-parenting. And this was way before we had a child of our own, which I praise God because he knew we wouldn't
1: have,
3: I don't even know how we would have managed mm. with a child of our own and trying to navigate the older kids. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, And so one thing, though, I remember early in our marriage, um, and I don't know if marriage does this to a person, but it draws out the things that you probably felt while just dating. So I think when we got married, I started to see a lot of his insecurities Mm -hmm. for me, like me going to drop the kids off. He would be calling me, blowing my phone up. Where you at? Where you at? And I'm like, I'm here. I'm waiting, you know, for them. And so he was like, well, why are you not back yet? And so I think a lot of the insecurity rose up because he was like, "Now you're my wife. Like, I, there needs to be respect here." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "I couldn't." <laughs> this is new. Right. I mean, I'm respectful. Like, right. You know?
2: <laughs> I ain't raising my voice. <laughs> I
3: mean, I'm said, I'm here, I'm, I'm where I said I was gonna be. Right. Like, yeah. Um. And so I just couldn't grasp the expectation mm. in marriage i'm just like uh if this is marriage <laughs> this we, is should many did, <laughs> we should <laughs> never did this like <laughs> this it heightened our relationship something awful um because i'm like i'm somebody's wife yeah you know and it was it had meaning before i even knew what it meant
1: mm-hmm.
3: like it had substance before i was even able to eat it like you know it's like yeah. they say you gotta crawl before you walk and all with purpose because if you just jump up and start walking, it's like well you did not even get the journey of what yeah. crawling man. You actually have to take your time to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we got married in July 2013, and everything was good. You know, we the wedding was beautiful. We um we carried on with the life and still trying to navigate this co parenting space and it got hard um, because in his eyes you're my wife. And there needs to be respect. And there needs to be boundaries. And there, you know, all these expectations and demands came flying at me. And I was just like, well, shoot, this is hard. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and mind you, the women in my life, in my world, they're not married. Like, my mom's not married. My granny's not married. My great granny. My sister, like, who's doing who's doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm you're out you're here doing something yeah. new.
2: A trailblazing. <laughs> yeah, so I,
3: I, I struggled because... I don't think anyone could relate and I didn't think I had any examples. Mm. I'm just like, who is doing this? And then the, the couple of girls that I did have in my life that were married prior to me were going through a divorce Mm. or, or they were separated. So I'm like, Oh, this just doesn't work. Mm. (laughs) I'm thinking like this marriage, I'm guessing this is not the thing. Mm. Mm. Um, and so we went through a really hard season like towards the ninth month of our marriage where I was like, I don't want to be married anymore. Like this is too hard. Like I'm trying to navigate marriage. I'm trying to navigate these, you know, co-parenting. Um, and I was like, this is hard. And I don't know if I want this. Like I don't know if marriage is it. Like what What was I thinking? Like thinking that I can do it. Like mm-hmm. who was I? Who am I to be like, I'm getting married. Mm-hmm. Thinking that I could do it. Um. And so, yeah, I think that was one of the most pivotal moments in my life where I made that decision based on emotion, and I left
2: Wow, so you divorced him by yourself
3: yeah i um I remember the day i I remember the day I don't think um you know God gives you he shows you exactly where you were when you needed him. Yeah. As to remind you, like remember this. Yeah, and I remember, um, because it was getting hard co-parenting wise. I remember he was showing me something on his phone, and a text came through, and it was from his old girlfriend, and it could have been innocent. It could have been. I didn't. I didn't allow it to get there because I just seen it, and I just like flipped out. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I just smashed. I just was like, like. I think from that moment I felt like this is all a lie, mm.
0: especially because you had already created that you story. Already had
3: the, yeah, the yeah, you had already, already started it. it. Mm. I, I was already snowballing for like, and it's crazy now because there's this Keisha Cole song where she said, "I, sh- I." Um, you basically accuse me of cheating. I might as well. Have yeah. yeah, might as well. the album's yeah. so bomb to the club. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. as much as you accuse me, so it's like <laughs> that was on repeat. Yeah. Like, yeah. You who is this texting your phone? So it was like it. It could have been a. I don't even know what it was, but I flipped out. It was a. It was just a. A snowball of things of like co-parenting and marriage and expectation and this and that and then now this on your phone like it's it's all a lie it's not worth it like forget this I'm Mm -hmm. out and um yeah I saw red and it's it's crazy because now what I know now in the generation that I come from the enemy has wanted the women in this, this gen in my generations for years. And I didn't realize that the attacks on my life, they weren't even mine. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But they were mine's to they were mine's that day. Like I picked them up as if they were because I now is something that I know now. Like what you've always seen is like the women of your family, that's because the enemy has been busy mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 60 plus years he's been busy oh he's busy and I I just realized like stuff that I was up against like I didn't I didn't have the physical capacity strength emotional space to deal with it and that's why I said he was saved and not me because I wasn't calling on the Lord I was calling on mama cousin come get him it's going down. It's gonna be smoke in the city tonight. Mm-hmm. Like it was. It was. I was on that type of time because it was like, yeah, like it's over.
0: How long were you gone?
3: Um, that happened in May. Three months.
0: What brought you back? God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that when you got saved?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, Anthony, what was that like for you?
4: Um, I mean, if you so. We never got to what the text was. Was it
0: a chain text, bro? Because remember, chain texts were it was a thing. Right. <laughs> uh,
4: it was crazy. Even to this AD day, board. we have never. I don't even think we ne- We blew right past that. We had never revisited even what the message was. I still remember what the message was. The message. So I'm a big. She knows I'm a big blues person. Like I love Johnny Taylor. So my ex and her grandmother, I, we picked her up from the airport, and I was listening to Johnny Taylor. And she was like, "Play that Johnny Taylor, Taylor." She always said Taylor <laughs> twice. Yeah. So she had text. She had texted me, and let me know that her grandmother had passed. Uh, but we didn't. We, it, we didn't even get to that. Yeah. There. I'd actually didn't open the message till I think a day or so later. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was it was tough. I mean, I don't know what triggered on her end, but it was kind of like in my mind, I was like, "Here, this cycle going. Like, here we go again. Like, I should have just." you know instead of like I guess rehashing it or rekindling I should have just left it alone but mm-hmm. so I started you know getting the house together like it's me and my dog again like and I think I would we would I would reach out and try to communicate and try to see what we could do to get it back together so
2: Keanu you took you left and took the kids mm-hmm. oh wow you left left yeah
3: and I, re- I remember it like that day it was so it was it's vivid but it's a lot it's blurred too because I went through that house like Rambo I started snatching stuff off the walls like I threw my wedding dress in the trash I broke our sand from our wedding Mm. like I didn't I just went crazy and I remember snatching up them kids like blankets like (laughs) 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 threw them in the car (laughs) Grab them an overnight bag. My mom, my sister. When I said I called up the goon, I used to call them the goon squad. Mm-hmm. I don't call them that anymore. Okay. I The delivered? Yes, praise the Lord. <laughs> I, I called up the goon squad. I sent out that 911 and they pulled up like a couple cars deep. And um.
2: Anthony's like, I didn't ask for Bro, I didn't even do
3: nothing. I didn't do nothing. He, he knew about it. He he knew we, how we used to get down. But um because we had to do that on a couple of folks in our family. But um <laughs>
4: yeah, I was a part of the guns um, quite a few times. <laughs> oh, you got recruited. He got initiated. He you got know. initiated, he had to
3: pull up. <laughs> um and so I just remember telling him, just get, just get, you know, just get stuff, you know, just and I left. And I didn't even really know why. I think. I think after it had, the dust settled, I didn't really know. I didn't know my my front to the back. The emotions I didn't, just took you. They they girl, they took me. Mm. <laughs> and that's how I used to get back in the day. Like when I got really upset, I just smashed. Like, um, never really was a fighter much growing up. That was my sister. So if I did fight, it was because of my sister. <laughs> um, but when I did have to fight, I gave it everything I had. Mm. And so I just remember feeling betrayed and lost and confused and I'm a mom of three kids and I don't, you know, I took a vow to be married. I don't even know what this means. Like, I just feel like this is like, is it supposed to be like this? Like, is, mm-hmm. is he supposed to be controlling and is he supposed to tell me what to do? Like, no one told me. And what is so crazy, I don't even know if you remember this, but during our premarital, the guy was asking us questions, the pastor was asking us questions. And there were some, a few questions that he hit on, and he raised a brow or two, mm-hmm. as if, like, y'all may not be ready to get married mm-hmm. without telling us mm-hmm. that. But we got, we knew what he was getting to, and we both walked out of there looking at each other, like, well, is we, is we doing it? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, are we going to get married? And we were like, at this point, and I wouldn't suggest this for anybody, like, don't go into premarital during your wedding planning process yeah, <laughs> because, that's wisdom. because if you do and you go into your premarital and there are things that come up that cause a little hesitation it's gonna keep you from not getting married because you're gonna be like we already planning the wedding yeah
1: mm-hmm. and that's
3: what was us like we were like we done spent this we don't bought yeah, we, we do a the date the got we don't yeah. send our invitations. Yeah. Like, what do we look like yeah. counseling Don't now?
4: treat it as a, as a check, something to check off the ball. And that's Free what it was yeah. tr- That's yeah, good. Treat, yeah, that's I, a bar. That's real good. Um, but I, because I think, and so then there's time when we decided to go to Camp Eagle to the um, Art of Marriage retreat to kind of see. I think that weekend was what, make a break? I mean,
3: yes. So, um, during that separation period, I'm I'm actually going to write a book about that season of life, but it got really dark. book. It got so dark where I could have been close to death. Mm-hmm. Um, it, a little, uh, I'm not going to, like, reveal too much, but, like, let, let's just say the enemy brought me back to a place where I had been before, mm-hmm. where at that season of my life, something was being done to me. Mm-hmm. But in present tense at that time, I was the one causing the problem. Mm-hmm. And so I was so close to death, I was losing a lot of weight. Because that's one thing, when, I, when I'm getting stressed out, I don't eat. Mm-hmm. And I remember I started back smoking again because I had quit. See, I, I mm-hmm. quit smoking mm-hmm. because of this man. And so when I separated, when I left, I started back smoking. I started going back to old habits. Mm-hmm. I started hanging around people that I shouldn't have been hanging around. And I packed up my kids, and I moved to my mom's house. She was in a one-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. And she gave us her master, and she moved to the living room. And I was in her home with my three kids trying to figure out life.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I remember this was around the summertime, so I had CCM, this program called CCMS. Mm-hmm. And I remember they had child care. So what I would do, I would get up. I didn't, I wasn't working at the time. I would get up. I would take them to daycare. Drop them off at daycare so they could have some kind of consistency, structure, stability. Mm-hmm. I would drop them off. At least I knew there they would get their three meals and two snacks mm-hmm. and I would just wonder. When I say wonder, I would usually find myself at um White Rock Lake. Mm-hmm. Like that that lake still has um still holds heavy in my heart because I would go out to this lake and y'all know this Texas heat this summertime. Yeah. yeah. It's hot. Yeah, that's I true. would go park out there at the lake and this was like towards the end of me coming <laughs> to Jesus I remember sitting out there and I just felt so helpless so lost like he had reached out multiple times trying to get me to come back home try to get me to you know see life for what it is and I just wasn't trying to hear it like I'm just like I, I couldn't receive it like I, when I looked at this man I didn't I didn't even recognize him and I think it's because I was just so far off where I should have been or where I needed to be. And I remember sitting out there at that lake, and I would get sunburned. I would just sit in the heat. I don't. Even, I would just fry. Like it just when you're so lost and helpless, like you don't even care about anything. Mm-hmm. And I would do that. I would leave, go get the kids from daycare, go back to my mom's house, and I would do that every day. And I remember this one particular day though, he called me. He was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm at the lake. And he was like, what are you doing? He was like, what are you doing at the lake? And I was like, picking up rocks. He was like, why are you picking up rocks? And I was like, I don't know. Hmm.
1: And I just remember
3: sitting there, and I just remember looking out into the water, and I and I prayed. I don't think I ever prayed, like, the way that I prayed, but I, I prayed. And I remember asking God, like, what is life? And it was so profound because I heard I that I heard the when people say they can't hear God, I heard the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that's why, um, if you know anything about a little bit about me, I I say that I am I, too, am the woman at the well Mm. because I heard the Lord say, well, where is your husband? Mm. I'm like, I'm going to divorce him. Like, I don't have a husband like husband. And I just remember clearly hearing the Lord that day and was like, go home. Mm-hmm. and i think from that day i called him and i was like i don't know what we need to do but we need to fix it
1: mm-hmm.
3: and so i found this um marriage retreat um down in south texas somewhere i don't even know how west, i found it west texas. west texas and i remember googling it googling like marriage retreats marriage boot camps marriage something some something mm-hmm. we need something and i remember finding this camp it was a weekend retreat And it was for marriages to renew, to vow. They did premarital. Like anybody who was married or needed to be or was going to get married, um, it was a weekend to rekindle, renew, reflame. uh,
4: The the art of marriage. The
3: art of marriage was their curriculum. Mm -hmm. And I presented it to him. And I was like, "Um, would you want to do this? You know, I think we should do this. And um, he agreed. And at this time, I was still living with my mom. Mm -hmm. I had not come back home yet. But. That weekend was kind of like the mark to be like, if we don't glean anything or get anything from this weekend, if we don't see that there's hope, then it's it's it. That's done. It's going to be done. And I just remember feeling like, like man, that's all we get is a weekend. Like I was, I didn't think it was enough time. Like, yeah, I didn't think it was. I would think so too. <laughs> was, I didn't think it was the damage is done. Like, what is this one weekend going to do? Like, I thought it was a starting point. Yeah, but he, he, you know, he, he came with his expectations. Like, is it make it or make it or break it? So that weekend changed our life.
0: Not, Clearly, because no. it's ten years later,
4: I think right? One 10? of the biggest things was nine nine. Um, like was that the last day? Yeah, I think it was the last day before they did the vow renewal for everybody that participated. But they were going around the room and people were sharing stories, and it was like mind blowing stuff. And I was, we was looking at each other like, we ain't done none of this. Like, <laughs> we like, ain't that bad. So we was the second youngest couple. We was a the youngest married couple. There was a couple mm-hmm. that was engaged that it came. But everybody else had probably twenty five plus years in the game, mm-hmm. and like some of they still, like you know. John and slept with his her sister, and we like what and like <laughs> y'all like, was like wait we y'all got a separate section yeah, like, <laughs> and like yeah, like this couple is waiting for this son to graduate because they already saying they divorce after he wow. and I'm like we hey, like we're the, like just a small marriage problem section <laughs> that like yeah. but hearing their stories like man they made it that far and they're still fighting we in the beginning. Mm-hmm. so why 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 did we give up now? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
3: we were nine months in yeah. when when all this was occurred, so we spent our first year anniversary apart, mm-hmm. and we had plans to go to Florida and all these things, like stuff was already booked and everything, and it just didn't happen and um, that's when I gave my life to Christ. I gave my life to Christ at the retreat, yes, yeah, so it was like a two so that moment at the lake, I knew God was real, mhm like kind of like most folks they know God, they know of God, you know, but they like you don't you don't know him until you need him. Yeah. yeah. Sort of sort of thing. And um when I tell you he reached into the pit and pulled me out, like mm. it's so humbling for me now because that's why I love the way that I love. And like I'm like, man, we agreed, we both took a um we stood in agreement at that retreat and we said if God is not at the center we knew if God was not at the center, it wasn't gonna work. Because we seen what marriage was without God at the center. If this is gonna be at our own doing, at our own making, it's gonna blow up. Mm-hmm. Like it it did. And so um we knew in order to restructure, rebuild, God was gonna have to be not just the foundation, but he gotta be all of it through
1: this house. Right. Like
3: anoint the walls and the and the door frames, like and I think when I came back home, I, I mean, I was looking for God everywhere. that's beautiful, mm-hmm. yeah, He had to be. I'm like, uh-uh, wait <laughs> oh he here <laughs> because, and I'm still like that to this day because um, we have been through so much after us um making the choice to to restore and God save our marriage. We've been through so much. Miscarriage. He lost his mom.
4: Yeah, I think you have to put some context with that. That was sixteen was the miscarriage. Two thousand sixteen. Yes.
3: Uh seventeen. Two thousand okay, back up. So two (laughs) thousand fourteen, we went to the retreat in Mm -hmm. October. We committed to restore and God save our marriage. That was two thousand
4: fourteen.
3: Um we miscarried. In sixteen. In two thousand sixteen.
4: In seventeen we dealt with Asher and the NICU.
3: Two thousand seventeen we yeah, Asher.
4: In eighteen my mom passed. My,
3: From yeah. breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Suddenly. Suddenly. Um that was two thousand eighteen. And then everybody went through twenty twenty COVID. Yeah. Um yeah. and so there were just so much yeah, I think,
4: after nineteen, I was in such a deep depression. I don't I don't even remember 20. I have to go back and look at pictures most time. Mm-hmm. Like she'll be like, What did you do for your birthday? on that like I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Still grieving
1: your yeah.
3: mom. Yeah. So after we lost my mother in law in August of 2018, um, she went in the hospital on a Friday. She passed Monday morning. Wow. wow. And yeah. we all thought she was there from pneumonia. Yeah,
4: walked in on her own power on Friday.
0: So she, y'all didn't know she had breast cancer. We did. Okay. But we didn't think it had progressed in the way yeah. that it
3: did. Wow. She knew. We now know that she knew it, and, and her husband knew, mm. but she didn't want us to know. Mm. So we all there at the hospital that weekend thinking you know pneumonia or they're checking her levels you know she's in her routine stuff, just trying to get her well and um she never came out Mm -hmm. and that was one of i thought god pulling me out that pit was hard being in a marriage while your husband is grieving his mother Mm
1: -hmm.
3: or a parent in general in marriage is harder Mm -hmm. um like he said, he lived most of twenty nineteen in the shadows of life. Like I didn't know if I was gonna come home to this man deceased, mm-hmm. because I he just he just wasn't living. Yeah, he he wasn't there. Mm-mm. And um, he's right. His his memory from that year. Not even just that year, but like after her passing, because I'll ask him something about the funeral, and he was like, "You was there, or you was a part of that?" And I'm like, "I was right with you. I was right next to you." He was like, "I don't remember," and so it got very blurry. And so for me, I didn't know how to navigate that. I was just hmm. like, "Do I give
0: you space? Do I try to be there?" Was yeah, that what kind of what you were thinking? Because that's what I would be thinking.
3: Yeah, it's like, "Do I do I help you? Do I you know?" um, try to comfort you yeah. or do I give you space or I don't want to give you too much space cuz then I don't want you to go do nothing yeah. crazy but I want you to know that I'm here but, but let, let me like, still be a mom mm-hmm. let me still show up for mm-hmm. our kids mm-hmm.
0: so you were talking about how you didn't know how to navigate that season of your husband grieving you're still trying to be a mother um and you still were you working mm-hmm. working you know life life literally is still happening um Anthony what did that look what, what I don't know I guess you can kind of speak from both angles what did it look like what, what was helpful to you during that season from your wife specifically um what would you what do you think someone who's grieving a parent or a great loss could really use from their spouse
4: I think whatever I think everybody's different but for me I think being for me I think being quiet and present mm. meaning like, like be, knowing that they're there yeah, be there but like. I don't wanna do a whole bunch of talking. Like okay. I don't wanna talk about it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Yeah. Like I'm that's me. And I I'm like, in my mind, even though it's my mom, her body, I'm like, what did I do wrong? Like could I have done something different? Mm. And in the same around the same time, I have a friend a friend that has a mother that was fighting breast cancer. I have an auntie that was fighting breast cancer. So, and they survived, they won, like, they beat it. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, like, what did we do wrong to, like, to deserve, like, what did I, me and my sister do wrong to where our mom didn't make it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, I had a lot of, me and God wouldn't say not I, like, I didn't like him at the time. And that's just being blunt, like, yeah. And, and that's just kind of how I moved, like, it was real dark. Like, I mean, like, I loved my mom. Like, you took the most, like, one of the most important things in my life away from me. Yeah. I'm like, what did I ever do to you to deserve that kind of thing? like' cause there's no, in my mind, there's like, there's no way you needed that woman more than I did kind of thing. Wow. So, yeah, it was like, I wouldn't, I'm like, and in my mind, I'm like, I did everything right. Like, I went, was in church growing up. I got kept pushing it. Like, even when I got older, like, so where did I go wrong? Like, mm-hmm. what did I do to deserve that kind of thing? But, so just her being there because I want to say, I can't remember who told me at the funeral, but they were like, they put their number on my phone. It was an elderly lady. I think it was my grandpa's cousin or something. But she was like, the phone calls are going to stop. She said, like, but when they stop, call me. She's like, because that's when, she said, the minute they stop is when you need somebody the most. And it's, that's accurate. About two to three weeks later, people quit calling saying, hey, how are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. is everything okay? Mm-hmm. And she's like, they're going to stop. She's like, I've lost parents and people close to me. She was like, and that's when you're going to need somebody the most. And that, is, that was true. Because now it's like, you don't. You, know, you can get an FMLA, but now it's time to get up and go back to go to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to fake it in front of people, and uh, yeah. people are real timid with you. Like they don't know what to do, what to say. So I think when I got home, it's just I'm so drained from being fake mm-hmm. at work, trying to make you know, make it through my eight hours. Mm-hmm. I just just be present. Like I mean, it's rough. If but,
0: I may. oh sorry, go ahead. go ahead. Um, what do you sit with now that helps you to? keep going if you will especially when it comes to your relationship with God Uh, because I remember losing a friend and it was domestic violence and I remember I didn't understand I sat with those same things like God why like why did but why did you have to do that and God literally said you'll never understand and some things you'll never know and I had to sit with that Mm -hmm. and so I'm just curious for you because you like you're right you keep going like you don't forget, but you keep going, and then your relationship with God has to be rekindled, or you're literally going to fall apart. So what do you sit with?
4: Um, you mean like in a good way to keep going? Yeah. I mean, like now I feel I feel her presence more than ever. Like I, just the same way you, you can stand up and tell somebody, I walk with the Lord, mm-hmm. I talk with him. It's kind of the same thing. I do stuff that me and her would do together, mm-hmm. and I feel her around me. And just stuff like that, like even, like just, I, I think like one time there was something happened in the house. I think something failed or something. I was like, "Oh, Pat, just and there knocking stuff over." <laughs> so now it's just kind of like I'm used. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. used to it. And I think I remember. I think we had just picked up my son from his grandmother, and remember, I don't even remember this. He was giggling and laughing real hard. Mm-hmm. And we looked back. He didn't have no phone or nothing, and he was looking at the window. And we was like, "What?" What are you look? What are you laughing at? Like ain't number trees over there. Mm-hmm. He's like my Gigi right here, and it Aww. like blew mm-hmm. my wow. mind. And we're like, so I mean, wow. you have to do stuff that good things, do stuff that reminds mm-hmm. you of that person, mm-hmm. like, and they'll come around, like,
1: that's good. Mm-hmm. I love
2: that. So, like, in a very very practical sense for you, Kiana, were you like? Playing double dutch the whole time, trying to figure out am I here? What you want me to do? What you want me to say? We still trying to figure out this marriage thing. We fighting other stuff, and I mean it's just a lot of compound interest of all the things that have happened over you know those years.
4: Before you answer that, I'm gonna jump in on that too, because I remember telling her like I didn't want to be married anymore in 2019. Wow, I was like because. And I think I explained this with the counselor that we would talk to when we ate lunch with him. And my mindset was like, I'm, it's almost like I'm incarcerated. Like I'm locked in, I'm in jail because mm-hmm. I'm struggling to live life without my mom. So I can't do nothing for you right now. Mm-hmm. So go go ahead, like go live your life because this is just me. Wow. And and so it wasn't that, hey, I don't want to be with you because I don't love you. I love you enough that I can't do be me. I can't be beneficial to you anymore. So. Like just basically move around, and go find somebody that can give you what you deserve because I can't do it right now. Wow, i I'm, I'm I have a life sentence. I, I have a life sentence. Wow, and I, that's just who I thought I was going to be for the rest of my life. Like that's a woman is only like it got to a point where I would get to a, me and my son would call her every day in the same exact spot. Like I, to this day, I purposely don't go that way. It's in I don't go that way because I can't sit at the stop sign. -hmm. Because we would literally pull out, and we get to the stop sign, we would hit call, and she would talk to him the whole way till I dropped him off at home. I mean, to my grandma's, Mm -hmm. and we don't go. I don't go that way to this day. Mm -hmm. Man, so you
3: actually said that a few times um, in in twenty nineteen, but he actually tried to act on it in twenty twenty at the height of the of the pandemic, actually. And so, when the world is falling apart for everybody in twenty twenty, my husband is saying. I don't want to be married. I don't want to I don't wanna be in his marriage. And so and I think for me, practically and spiritually, because you know, at this in this season of life, I'm I'm walking with the Lord ten toes down. Like mm-hmm. that's my God. And so it pushed me on my face day after day after day after day. I think I discovered fasting in that season. Um, I remember creating this prayer closet in our laundry room where I um, started to go in there and pray and I would put prayers on the wall and I would just find myself in there to cry, to do whatever I needed because um, something Anthony had not realized that I was grieving too. Hmm. And So I would do like those silent cries in the shower or I'll cry when I'm doing laundry just so he couldn't see me cry. Cause I didn't want him to see me crying to take Hmm. away from, with how he was feeling so I felt like I had to hide my grief and put on a brave face so I could be there for him or the kids or like we had three kids in the house or actually four because Asher was born at this point so he was there we got kids in this house and life like he said is going on Mm -hmm. and someone has to be present someone has to be here when they get out of school someone has to be here to cook them dinner and get them in bed. And so I, I was that parent. And so I think I didn't have time to process grief or, um, what he was going through. I was concerned definitely. Um, because I saw that he was, um, crashing and, um, I remember one night I um I was I used to find myself in the living room most nights because I would kind of give him the room give him his the space, and I remember one night I was in the living room and I um was reading this article about a pastor in California who had killed himself. He left behind three small boys and his wife, and they, in the article they was talking about how he was already battling mental health. Um, he had was battling. He never really grieved the loss of his father. He um was dealing with depression anxiety and stuff and I remember that article scared the crap out of me because I'm like you know this could happen you know and he's you know he's a licensed gun holder he he got what he needs to get the job done and so I would be so scared to come home or leave him at home or let's say I went to drop the kids off and came back and his car was still at home I would panic like why is he not gone? Why is he not at work? And I like I literally would unlock the door, walk in and like looking around. And he he would just be running late that day. But it's just like I had so much fear and anxiety mm-hmm. to where it sent me to the emergency room twice mm-hmm. for stress. Um and my I was breaking down. Like I was trying to uphold marriage and my commitment to God and still be a mom. Um and I think at that point that's when I came to know God as father Mm -hmm. like this is your son and I know that you know his heart before I do Mm -hmm. and I remember just lifting him up in prayer day after day after day even when he told me that he didn't want to be married and that's how I know the Lord was moving because the old me would have been spazzing Mm -hmm. would have been flipping out going (laughs) crazy and I remember just praying for him, praying for him. I, I, I'm heavy on worship. I'm a worshiper at heart. I would, I would, he would wake up to worship. Like I'm, fin- I, the atmosphere is set. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you just come on in. You just come on in the room. Yeah. Like you awake and he wakes up to worship. <laughs> and so I would set my atmosphere. I would pray. It, I mean, I would be listening to sermons after sermon. I was just submerging myself
1: mm-hmm.
3: in the word of God. I came to know. My word, the way that I know it, the way that I read it, the way that I get the revelation like, Holy Spirit, He dwells in me, like, mm-hmm. He's gonna be at, what's what is, it's for me in my house, you yeah. Know? And so, while He was down and, and going through the motion of not having His mom, it pushed me mm-hmm. to God, like, it it is like just I was already there, I already had a relationship, but it literally knocked me on my face, like, just on the floor crying out before the Lord. I have never known worship in that way, that mm-hmm. intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember 2020 when he wanted to act on it, like, you know, I want to be in this marriage and things like that. I'm like, the world don't even know what's coming. You know, it's COVID. Like, what do you mean? Like, I was so confused. And um, it was a couple weeks before my 30th birthday. And I was just, I was angry. And I remember I was upset. And then I calmed down. I I came to peace. And I remember fasting for like a week straight. I wouldn't eat from like 7 to 7, like from 7 in the morning to 7 at night. And probably longer if I just wasn't feeling it because, again, under stress, I don't eat. Mm -hmm. So I remember fasting. And I just remember God giving me this peace about his decision. Not not to say it's okay if he go, but more so like I need you here with me. I need you one with me. Don't focus on Don't that. focus on him. Mm-hmm. And, and once I did that, once I shifted my posture off of this man and his choices and him telling me that he's moving and I'm going to have to move and me trying to figure out life without him, I focused it on back to God. And I remember having such peace about it, like not even knowing that he could leave and not come back ever. How I'm going to pay bills, and I didn't worry about it. I think I really sat in God's peace, and I remember it was so perfect that He found His way back to me and said, basically, I changed my mind Hmm. in a sense, Mm -hmm. you know. And I just remember not questioning it like, just not even, well, why did you want to leave? Like, like, what was going on? Mm -hmm. Like, not even wanting answers.
1: Mm. I think one
4: thing she always would say. When I would like, we would I would revisit it. Like, why are we like we still doing this? Like, I I don't, I want you to go, and she'd be like, "You don't get to make, like, you don't get to make that choice whether we divorce or not." And I'm thinking, "Who? I sign, you sign." So I have, (laughs) yeah, right, it's me and you. Yeah, like who else is making the choice for us? But um, but I remember her always to say that. Like, we would get into, I I would get into, we would get into arguments, and I'd be like, "Just like go." And she was like, "You don't get to make that choice." And she wouldn't. She was standing on business like the young folks. They That's know. powerful. <laughs> and yeah, she made it.
3: he pushed and he pushed, and I tripped up a couple times <laughs> like when he pushed. I hold on now, yeah. but he pushed and he pushed and he pushed, and little did he know he was pushing me to the feet of Jesus.
1: Mm.
3: Wow! And when he would say well, just go, you know, you know, I can't do nothing for you. Or like this, like, I can't be here for you. I can't give you what you need. And I'll say, well, you don't get to make that choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you like, I ain't heard from God. Like, <laughs> God ain't said nothing <laughs> to me. I know that's right. And, um, and still to this day, like, if something is happening, it will be like, did you pray?
4: Yeah. And so like, I got mad about something at work this past week. Me and my coworker actually laughed about, laughed at her. But I'm like, I said it. I'm like, that's my girl. i am just. So I was frustrated and I was texting her and she texted me back. She was like, wow. She was like, did you pray? She went, did you talk to Jesus? Like, and it's, I didn't even get to respond. Did you worship? Go listen to a song.
1: I'm like, I'm going to be mad. I need you to be mad. With <laughs> I need me. you to be mad. Sit <laughs> with me.
4: With me so me. I like my, uh, the my coworker, she works in the office behind me. And I'm like, look at this. I was like, cause she knew what was going on. I'm like, you see, I'm mad. This is what I get. I was like, she don't want to get mad with me. She's like. Did you pray? Do I need to come up there and we just worship together? <laughs> you good. I got it. I I receive your, what you say. I'm going to calm down. Mm. So, yeah, she still, like, to this day, is, I mean, when I'm up and when I'm down and she's up, she pulls me up and vice mm-hmm. versa. And I guess that's what you, what you just need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, she could have easily got mad with me. And then what is it, you know? Yeah. I mean,. We balance each other. So she about this life is what yeah. you're saying. But then it's funny because <laughs> just what last week she had made a comment and I said I said baby that's just not God like and she mm-hmm. was like and so then Lay was like Mama you need to go and like pray about what you just said <laughs> wow. so it was like she, so I'm she, human so yeah. she looked at me and <laughs> yeah. she she like y'all just gonna double team me I'm like you would do it to us <laughs> like, you would say the same thing to yeah. us so. We balance
3: each other. And I sat there and I was convicted immediately. Yeah, I know I said, that feeling. I said, "Let him use you, brother." Yeah. <laughs> Lord, I'm sorry. Oh, I felt so bad. I was just like, I had to yeah. sit in that. I'm like, oh, I should never said that. Um, but yeah, so we we have our off days, but um, we both know who's orchestrating this marriage, right? Who's the um the glue. The paint, the wall, the nails, the floorboards. Like, <laughs> I know, that's we, right. We know.
0: Yeah. We know. I appreciate y'all, man. And y'all's story really is so powerful. And I'm not saying that just to say it, but I appreciate y'all's authenticity. Mm-hmm. And y'all are an example of what marriage is. Marriage is not always beautiful and glamorous. Like, the wedding picture don't don't look like that every day you know mm-hmm. what I mean and life still in and um y'all literally focused on God and that's the message behind left Hand Gang. like God has to be the center yeah. or it's not gonna work it's not it's not about y'all Mm-mm. and there are gonna be days where you sorry and you messing <laughs> up and there <laughs> bad days you trash and you messing up but mm-hmm. the fact that we we love through God that yeah. allows us to still show grace and to still show up for each other. And so, thank y'all for sharing that today. Um,
2: absolutely,
0: we like to ask every couple.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I had
4: a lot, you just started.
2: Like, I'm sorry, <clears throat>
4: she, she said her benediction, she I'm was sorry. Like, <laughs> <you> closing <laughs> it down. You trying to benedict us. I'm, I'm like, sorry, Damn, I'm, bro. Sorry. I'm sorry. Well,
1: then
4: we yeah. got
0: to the end of the road, we
2: at 20. 20 uh,
0: Twenty
2: one ish, twenty two. Yeah, I mean, but you know, I mean, that, that was I'm sorry. A, go ahead, baby. There was just a lot that had happened. It was. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, a lot it that it, it was. It was a lot that happened
3: in time. There's a lot that happened, sure.
2: and then, and I wanna, I wanna hit a, a, I guess, somewhat of a U-turn when it came to the blended family dynamic. More so for you, Anthony, what was it like trying to um, navigate two other men that were involved with? your kids or their kids but kids that were living with
4: you mm-hmm. like what was that dynamic like uh it was i mean it was rough real rough um yeah it wasn't easy i mean it <laughs> got to a point it got one it got to a point where i did have to pull a gun on one oh wow
0: oh when you say rough it got rough,
4: rough. yeah okay and my i remember my sister that i'm really close with him too he pulled me to the side, and he's like, look. He was like, at the end of the day, he's like, you're my son, too. He was like, I don't want to see you in jail behind some, he said, BS. He was like, so mm-hmm. you have to uh, think smart. And he said, and at some he said, at some point, he said, you know, I've dealt with blended families because we're a blended family. He said, at some point, until they get on the level that you're on, you have to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I start standing on. Hey, they—they're not welcome here. Like mm-hmm. you do that over there. Like I don't—I don't have no kids with them, so I don't have to deal with them. Kind of mentality. Like you just do your drop-off pickups, and we're gonna move. We'll move, move on. Keep moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, it got like that serious. That serious.
3: This is with this is with the twins, Dad. So yeah. it was already bad blood. So mm-hmm. this, oh yeah, that makes because sense because of the yeah. dynamic of like. You used you to le- talk to yeah. him, and you loved him for me, but then you went back to him. So they were they were already f- already feeling some type of way. Um, with the oldest, with our oldest son, dad, he was in the um the penitentiary for most of his younger years. Mm-hmm. So we were only dealing with the twins' dad for a while okay. until um Carlos' dad got out. But um, it was very isolating. It was more so like, this is us. This is what we're doing, and then this is how you're going to navigate those waters over there. Um. And it's still like that to this day mm-hmm. um, as far as, like, me being the point of contact. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we now can come into rooms together and there not be any craziness. Like, we can show up at kids' functions and like be Like birthdays cordial and stuff. And mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that's why I say it has gotten a lot better. And they're, like, 16 and 13 now. So it takes time. And So I want to definitely encourage somebody who are in a 1000000000 family with small children. Because mm-hmm. when they're small, it seems hopeless. Because it's fresh, like, especially if you were in something serious with their father mm-hmm. or things like that, you're navigating this co parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, it will get easier with time, but you have to have those boundaries. Mm-hmm. And there has to be lines of respect. And sometimes, um, as much as I wanted to pull him onto the journey, of, pull like, Anthony onto the journey, uh-huh. like, let's do it together because we're married, it didn't work like that. It was not. That was not our story because when I tried to do that, when I tried to force him in the same room, it always blew up mm-hmm. because like he said, they weren't, they weren't where we were mm-hmm. and they weren't going where we were going. And so you have to just respect that and be like, you know, as long as it's not bringing harm to the kids or you feel like their well-being is not good or they're not safe. Then let that just be that over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it took me a while to. um That's hard. because
0: yeah. that. I'm first of all I'm, I'm a very routine person. I would also say I'm I'm like a helicopter parent a little bit, and so that would really bother me. Like yeah. to know that, like just just Kai kind of going to his grandparents and knowing that the routine's going to be different in the beginning. That was so hard <laughs> for me. Now <laughs> it's like whatever. We'll just fix it when yeah. he gets back. So knowing that you're y'all are sending your kids over here, mm-hmm. they're safe, but they gonna have all kind of junk or there's yeah. no structure they go to bed when they want or they're yeah. watching this they're eating this like
4: mm-hmm.
0: that probably would just drive me like this like <laughs> yeah.
4: and it, it did for like for a while because i remember i should remember like we'll just say week one uh, they're at home and that weekend they're at home then the second week they're home and then that weekend they go mm-hmm. so when they come back We repeat. We got to get them back together. Yeah, Yeah. we won, and by the time we got them right back together on point, they're getting ready to go again. So it's like the same cycle over and over Mm -hmm. again.
3: Yeah, yeah. Especially when it came to like discipline, behavior, expectations, house chores, and rules. Like it's implemented over here, but not so much over here. And so it was a lot of back and forth when they were younger. Now I think because the expectation in the communication that we have with the, with their dads and, you know, their significant others, we can talk about that. What's, mm-hmm. what's going on at school? What's the behavior like? Well, what's the expectations back mm-hmm. then? It was none of that. It mm-hmm. was, I mean, cause when they're small, it's like they have expectations, but not really.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, It's more so expectations on the parents versus mm-hmm. the kids. But as the kids grow up now, our attention is redirected to the, to the child because they got stuff going on we're dealing with what 8th graders and a junior so it's mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah our focus is on them but when they're small you can't help but to look at that other parent in the face and be like well what are you doing
4: and yeah I just came and then it's come a long way because like you know back in the day we would just handle it but like now I can literally be like yeah when you drop him off his daddy tell his daddy what he did at school like, Yeah, like, <laughs> get, it over, get it over there too yeah. Before
2: it was nothing like that, mm-hmm. we would just deal with it at home and move on. Mm-hmm. And so, y'all have um, y'all's oldest, mm-hmm. the twins, and then the one that y'all have together. Mm-hmm. So, what is that like? You know, with, with what's his name, is Asher. 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 So, Asher get to be with y'all all day, every day for mm-hmm. the most part, and then the other three, y'all kind of send off. So, what what is that dynamic we, like? Um, well. So,
4: funny story, my, I have to say this quick, but my grandmother <laughs> came down here when he was, what, one? He, was uh, well, he wasn't even one yet. Yeah, before he was one. Um, and she stayed the whole week with him, had him every day. And I remember dropping back off at Love Field, and she cried and cried and cried. And I said, she's like, I said, you'll see him again. So she lands, called me. Hey, I landed. I'm at Walmart. I'm getting boxes. I'm going to quit my job. What? I'm moving back to keep him. So she kept him, what, three, four
1: years? Mm-hmm.
0: Almost four years? No way. <laughs> yeah. she Just like that? Yes. Your she, grandma? Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is. And, and
3: he goes with her every other Is that where he is? That's what yeah. I was yeah. getting at.
4: Like, <laughs> yeah. So when he started going to school, she's like, hey, well, y'all put me on the same schedule that the big kids are on. Mm-hmm. So every time y'all drop them off, drop him off because now he's in school. Um, I'm not going all this time when I see him. So she gets him every other weekend. Mm. Like, wow. Clockwork.
0: Is like, he spoiled? Yes, rotten. Right right yeah. She has a imagine. whole two bedroom
4: yeah. apartment, and his no. whole room is set up like, it's, it. like it. at home. He like has he his lives own there. pantry. Yes,
3: what yeah. snacks and groceries. Lives it up. She calls, calls him on, on Thursday Thursdays. night
4: and asks him, "Baby, what do you want for dinner Friday? <sighs> breakfast Saturday? <sighs> sure. Dinner on Saturday? And then I will cook you what you he want to take home. Made. Yeah. So when he, yeah, when he go to school, he don't even want. The, I don't want that food. My grandma. My grandma. Cook way better than that. <laughs> I don't want this. Yeah, wow. So we're
3: we're kid-free every other weekend. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And that's we were just really nice. talking to one of our, his cousin about this because we were, uh, we were going down this road of like married couples who end up divorcing after the kids graduate and go off to college. And mm-hmm. we was like, well, how do you do that? Because we're in marriage now and we look forward to when the kids go away now mm-hmm. to where we can be together, like mm-hmm. have our long time. And said so we those weekends are pivotal for us because like yeah. that's when we get to just be husband and wife, not yeah. mom and dad. That's I'd be so
4: like nice. And like the oh Laura forbid they skip a weekend. I'd be like, oh Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> y'all hey, leaving so I can be with my wife by myself.
0: I get that, man. I understand. Yeah, it's that,
3: crucial. Though. I'm like, I don't see how people stick it in for the kids. It's like, is that what? Is that all that's keeping you there is The kids? Because yeah. it's like. I can see how people get lost in the sauce with just focusing on the kids because the kids do keep us busy. They take a lot. Mm -hmm. But they take so much from the marriage. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if if you keep that up, yeah, day of graduation, y'all going to be separated. Because it's like, now what? But Mm -hmm. it's like, no, we we look forward to that every other weekend and we got it down to the date. Like, we can plan a trip. Yeah, we actually uh, (laughs) plan.
4: It's in my calendar for uh, a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Every every other weekend, (laughs) boom, like. Mm -hmm. Plan it around this we'll be carefree that weekend we can go wherever you want to go and be back sunday monday and Mm -hmm. continue on like normal
0: so y'all are intentional about doing something every other weekend for y'all i love that okay give us a couple ideas like married couples that need some ideas for quick dates long dates whatever quality time
4: like so just like tonight we're just doing what papa does with some more couples that are friends of ours Mm -hmm.
3: Um, and we try not to do okay so we try to do something with other people at least once a month okay we Mm we we like to do things by ourselves so like most of the times we love to travel so we could take a quick flight somewhere friday to sunday like we went to vegas last month okay just for the weekend friday to sunday it was quick we landed in vegas at like six o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. we were there all friday all saturday and we left at sunday at six o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. because mind you we're on this schedule and the kids were out of school that friday Mm -hmm. so it worked out Mm -hmm. but we we are on this uh schedule to where we know like okay we we go somewhere we have to be back yeah you know so we can you know pick up the kids and do all the things um but usually we we look we like to eat so we're normally always in dallas checking out you know restaurants um for the most part though we love just good quality time. Mm-hmm. Like You can't home, beat that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No kids. No kids right? at, a at the clean house. Oh yeah. yes. No kids. Yes. I mean just a Peace good movie. Quiet. Some good food. Yeah. Um Yeah. And we love going to church, just us two. Oh like, yeah. Like that's our like,
0: Sundays are that. probably very different. You don't have to get everybody oh, up. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yep. dress. We just you I mean, go we, visit
4: other churches. Like, yeah. Yeah.
3: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um so like if people invite us places we're like hold on we gotta check see there's the kid free yeah <laughs> uh, no nah, the kids gonna be home sorry like yeah. we don't even attempt to do anything okay, kid <laughs> yeah, so, okay. oh no because you already know uh-uh, it's not gonna work like because yeah. and usually he's working too so um so yeah, that Saturday that's yeah so before he used to be off on Saturdays where the kids were home
1: mm-hmm.
3: and I thought I appreciated that more because I'm like. You know, you're never home when the kids are here on Saturdays. It's just, you know, I want us to do family stuff. So then his schedule flipped at work to where he was working the weekends the kids were home, and so now you he mean the kids are gone. When the kids are gone, okay. he's off. So like oh. today, he's he's off. And I was like, you know what? I think I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, like you I would know, like that better. Too. I think oh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I can because although you're working that Saturday when the kids are home, mm-hmm. we have Sunday together. So we'll normally do like lunch or do something fun with the kids but like i i appreciate this time
0: i love that was it ever hard we all ever like
3: dang like i miss the kids mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> both of y'all face oh no absolutely not Mm-mm. i think because
3: we've been in this cycle for so long oh, okay so like um, that makes sense the, like with the twins we he's been on this visitation since they were like one years old. Okay. And then with Carlos, um, he's a teenager. He actually lives with his dad in Carlton. Okay. Carrington. So, um, he's been there what two years now. Um, and so he 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 calls us to come home, like to come mm-hmm. visit back to Forney. Um, but no, we we don't. It's more so like when they try to stay home, mm-hmm. they don't want to go to <laughs> dad. Like mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. You
0: need this. We yes. actually That's have good for plans. You <laughs> Yeah, so I'm you sorry. gotta go we're yeah we,
3: we're going we go, we got dinner date so <laughs>
4: we're um, and then now they're getting old enough to where one oh, wanna go and one was like can I stay no you need to go you got to your dad to be together so y'all gotta coach him up yeah yes even Asher
3: sometimes he try to stay home and like we kept him like we will keep him like a Friday night if we don't have plans but that Saturday, okay, you, gotta you go got to go to <laughs> <laughs> You at least need one night. Come yeah, on. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I really love that because it's like, you know, like you were saying, you're really keeping your marriage at the forefront of mm-hmm. things. And so although the kids are a part of it, mm-hmm. but if y'all two ain't healthy, y'all mm-hmm. two ain't getting y'all's time, y'all not communicating, y'all ain't able to just get away, it really does pull from your marriage yeah. and you just lack it and you end up just being existing in your marriage and being more um, invested toward parenting. So real, I like the balance, the yeah. balance that y'all have.
4: And we do like, we try to make it fun. Like I remember one weekend I had booked the room, at I think the, with the Beeman or whatever mm-hmm. and with the what? at the Beeman hotel mm-hmm. on 75, oh. mm-hmm. just so we dim different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And, so I told her, I said, Let's I said we're going to do something fun. I said, here, you go on the website, you order all new outfits for us, and I'm going to plan what we're going to do the whole weekend. Oh, so we're already that. standing at the hotel, and I got the whole, everything planned out. You order all the stuff, and boom, we that Friday came, we're gone. We left. That sounds so funny. And it was just... And we just, I guess you get the date all over again. Just have yeah. Fun. Oh, yeah. We're down
3: for a good staycation. Like, yeah. Dallas has so much to offer, like, as far as, like, experiences, hotels. Mm-hmm. Like, there, we got our eyes on a few downtown, like the Statler. He's been wanting to stay at the Omni for a while. So, like, even if it's just for one night, mm-hmm. like, like mm-hmm. for my birthday, we stayed at um, Lorenzo. Lorenzo. I mean, it's just the the experience. Yeah. You know, people will pay for the experience. That's true. And so... We just have those memories, like oh, remember we went here? Remember we did that? Like we went to Vegas last month. We drove up to the Grand Canyon. Mm. Mm. It's a two-hour drive, but it's like I enjoyed that car drive. Like he yeah. was dreading it, but
1: the Grand Canyon <laughs> is dope, though. Man, mm-hmm.
2: it, was it was
3: beautiful, and it's like little things like that, and and we got we captured all of that in a weekend. So yeah. it's possible. That's Some good planning. because yeah. I'm a planner at heart. And
4: her plan and my budgeting it works. It works. Oh, that yeah. sounds like a great mesh. Yeah. It works.
3: It, because, until he's like, you're blowing up the budget. <laughs> well, people
4: that work, we're like, how do you afford to go to Vegas all the time? I'm like, I said, man, I said, I said, and I, so I see you. You smoke <laughs> cigarettes. You drink beer. So that's how much does that cost you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I spent about $100 a week. I said, my round trip tickets to Vegas were only like $200 right. for both of us. We got them <laughs> early enough. So if you skip out on that a week. You can invest in your relationship. Yep. Kind of like, <laughs> yeah. And that's just the thing. That was a, a soft shot. I've yeah. never heard of a soft <laughs> shot. Right. Fire. And that's just, I mean, we plan it out to where, like, we may, she may just be looking and be like, oh, Vegas got tickets The so and got tickets for $68 rent trip. Like, six months. Is it okay for a weekend? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we just work around it. I mean,
0: we got to get one of these grandparents on a vote. That's the that's the key. That's because because um, I'm really liking this idea. It don't even have to be every other week.
4: Mm-hmm. there's one week in a month.
0: Yeah. yeah, we we gonna have to
4: talk about. Talk mm-hmm. about. Hey, just, just tell them hey, in look, we rotation. do communion the first week, the third week, y'all got them. The Would you third, say th- first weekend we do communion it's su- the Sunday? That third, <laughs> <laughs> third weekend, I need y'all. all right. <laughs> yes, right. right. Yes. And, and that's
3: key. Having a community, having um. Mm-hmm. There are times where it kind of get a little tricky where we have to, you know, call on um, some lifelines and be like, OK, wait, our, <laughs> our flight, it got switched. We're not coming back to Monday. So then we're shuffling. Yeah. But for the most part, we're pretty good at planning. But another thing, though, is that certain times of the year, it's automatic for us. So like February, Valentine's Day weekend, we're always on a trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually for our anniversary, July, mm-hmm. we're um, on a trip. We typically will go somewhere either October or November either for his birthday or just because and every year it's the same thing so it's like we're already thinking about what we're going to do in february i yeah, got
4: mm-hmm. your blackout dates I, like I, said, that. I, I get made fun at work all the time because <laughs> at thanksgiving week i'll return in all my vacation for the following year mm-hmm. and i would make i make fun of my boss i'm like be thankful i'm giving this to you he's like why i said it's me telling you i'm gonna work another year <laughs> yeah. i was, like, <laughs> right. I was right. like because i take thanksgiving week off every year we're gonna go. We're gonna do that weekend, the four day weekend or whatever in February, and then our anniversary. And the February is our couples. We typically
3: we we typically during that time of the year we typically will invite other couples yeah. mm-hmm. to come with us. Like that's just not a us trip. It's more yeah. so like you know the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. And um, we did a couples trip five years in a row. Yeah, that's uh, dope. Where I planned it and it was fun. Like last year was a oh, tricky though. yeah
2: that- the couples trip thing. I just I know us yeah, it's hard. It's very hard. They gonna go and then, and then when it's time for the deposit, the month, the month before people be like, where we going again? And <laughs> oh, so we typically
4: like to do a meeting like in August or October. <laughs> and like, so mm-hmm. say for example, we we started the first one, then the next year we say we still oversee it, but the next couple you pick where we go. Hey, make sure you have everything ready because August we're going to sit down at Papa Do's and we're going to talk about it with all the couples and go over the bus and we, we, we know we have people that make a quarter million and we have people make 50,000 a year. So make sure it's, it's everybody something you know, everybody can flow. Yeah. Like we, we ain't going to Dubai, yeah. you know, on the couple's trip. <laughs> everybody can't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, and that's the thing. And it, it's been working that meeting. I don't know what about that meeting in August, October, it works like it, mm. because then everybody's ready to go. And we've got up to what? What do you think? 11, 12 couples? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, I think
3: that was our biggest year. Yeah. That's when we went to Gallenberg. Yeah.
4: We had two cabins in uh, hmm. Gallenberg. Where's Gallenberg? Tennessee.
3: Tennessee. Okay. Oh, it's so nice. Up in, them,
4: up in the mountains. That
3: sounds so nice. nice. So we went Vegas, Denver, Cozumel on a cruise, Gallenberg, and then Orlando was our last one. We went to Universal. I love that. That's a really good idea, y'all. I mean, yeah, so it's like, it's it's stuff that's affordable. And we have had those challenges where couples drop out, Mm -hmm. they don't pay, they don't go. And at the end of the day, it's like, Cause we learned our lesson the hard way. Cause we would try to do it together. Yeah. But what you mean? Now it's the, this is where we're going. Yeah. Uh, this is where we're staying. Mm-hmm. This is what we're yeah. gonna do. Yeah. Okay. You can pick yeah. and choose how you want to move. Yeah. I got you. I yeah. got you.
4: Because you has like I mean everything's different. Like hey, we might have a discount through work. You may wanna after pay. You may wanna Klarna. You mm. may wanna pay it cash. Yeah. It's so instead now. of trying to do it with a travel agent where hey, everybody gotta pay it. I got just, you. This is where we're going, through so where we staying. If you come in, mm-hmm. yeah, this, we're this, gonna this, be here this, from this from this you we're going. dates, we're date. gonna be here. Yeah. <laughs> we even flexible on the date part. Like we have we go may say Thursday to Monday, but you may have some couples that come Friday yeah. and Tuesday. We just say, Hey, look, we we'll, even though we're all in the same city, every day we ain't gotta be together. It's Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. So yeah. Right. we're gonna do one event together and one dinner and maybe one breakfast. That's it. Mm-hmm. And we can really do it all in the same day. And the rest of the days we'll see you we'll see guys. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. we, and we, ha- yeah. we create a big group text and we say, hey, we're going to shooting tonight. Anybody want to go? Mm-hmm. And then the couples that want to go, they go. And the ones that don't, they very often say, oh, mm-hmm. I want to go see what this is over here.
0: I like that. And it, it helps it to not be complicated, too. Because yeah. when you're moving with a lot of people, it could be, you know, even just getting a table to sit down yeah. and eat yeah. can yeah. be it's annoying. Ill, yeah. Or you got to wait on people to be there on time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's very... I like that idea. Yeah. Like, we're gonna do these things together. We'll be in the same city. And then having that group chat like, hey, we're doing this if anybody wants to come.
4: Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it has been working so
0: And you get time with your spouse too. It's like I don't have to be with another couple all yeah, the time.
4: All like I
3: mean it's time. fun, like, but yeah, Anthony sure. will tell you he is not like he ain't gonna take too many of these day nights with other couples. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, look now it's <laughs> on yeah. well, me and you time. Yeah. Um and so yeah, we're just intentional about that and it keeps us going. I think it's the bread and butter. Like dating, um, Eating meals together, watching games. I'm a big sports person. Like, I can I don't tell mind you use watching. a lot of
0: sports analogies. Yes. I don't
3: <laughs> mind football. I don't mind basketball. I would I would ask him a lot of questions, you mm-hmm. know, as far as like what I'm looking at, but like I don't mind it at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he liked, that's what I like. But um it it takes it takes a lot of growing pains. And then you look up and it no, and it no it no longer hurt. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh. It comes with ease and with comfort, and you, you realize I like doing this. So
0: I love that this journey y'all have been <laughs> on. Man. Yeah,
2: y'all's journey is crazy, yeah. and it's 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 very evident that God's hand is on y'all. Yeah, definitely for everything that y'all have walked through together, separately, kind of together, mm-hmm. married. Like man, it is. It, it's, it's not very often, you know, that we come across people and we know their story mm-hmm. and and man it's a blessing to be able to know y'all's story mm-hmm. um because i believe that a lot of people after hearing y'all's story will be like dang <laughs> they go through that too i can mm-hmm. make it i i can i can make i can it. do this I, I i can i can do this married thing even though i don't know what it is and nobody taught me <laughs> yeah
1: yeah
2: And we are just trying to figure it out yeah. whatever it is and try to be the best representations of God that we can be. Absolutely. So, man, I I thoroughly enjoyed y'all. I uh, I had some, I'm going to tell y'all, this is how God, how funny God is. So I'm over here, I'm thinking, man, I can ask about that. I should ask about that. And God was like, just let them talk. Let them tell their story. Mm-hmm. We we'll don't need questions today. Yeah. We don't need a lot of questions.
0: That's how I felt. Like,
2: just let them tell their story.
0: Just let them tell their story. And I was so into it that I
2: forgot. I
0: <laughs> I had a question every now and then, but I was really just like, okay,
1: keep going. Mm-hmm.
2: I was like, ooh, That's we can so dig funny. into this and go into that. God said, just let them tell their story.
4: What's, yeah. what's funny, even more funny about that, she sent me the questions. I didn't even look at them. I saw, I saw, I, saw, I, saw, I kind of wanted it to be just yeah. an ass boom. I don't want to study the question but like, I'm going to say this, this, this. Yes. And so mm-hmm. I just...
0: That's how I like it to be, but I know like for some people it could be so we it it depends. Yeah. You know, and we didn't really know y'all. So like I didn't want to ask you something and then you were like, "Man, I don't
1: know." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like
0: and then you really caught off guard and it takes forever and it's mm-hmm. it's authentic, but it like it just took you a while to get there. So Yeah. I like that. Yeah.
3: It was it's, it's it was organic and I I appreciated it too. Um something though that I wanted to bring up, because I wanted to highlight you in this moment. But we uh, just went through this growth track at our church. Grow? Growth track. Okay. Um, It's like a part of their church where you take this personality test to mm-hmm. kind of see where you can best serve. Mm-hmm. And so we sat down and we took the test together. I'm, I'm uh you know, barking out the questions, and he's filling out his questionnaire. I'm filling out mine. And we got to the end of it. One of the questions was, um, basically, who has been, like, uh, the best disciple, or who who do you consider a disciple in your life, or mm-hmm. some something of the sorts? Um, and he said I was, mm. and I looked at him and I was like, really? <laughs> you know? I was just like, oh, wow I didn't know. Like, I no. not that I didn't know, but like I didn't, you know, I don't know how he sees me. Yeah, you know? I just feel like, um, <gasps> I hope that it's good. You know, yeah. I, I pray that what he's looking at every day that he's happy and that he's blessed and that because i'm like man i have really committed this work unto the lord so i can't really say that i'm checking for you like Mm -hmm. in that way like i'm not looking for your approval yeah i'm looking at god and like that's a word of advice that i would give like god will check you if your husband or wife is on the altar of your heart because Mm -hmm. then there's no room for him oh yeah Mm -hmm. so when i removed him and this was right around the time where he was Saying he didn't want to be married, I said, "Oh no, because then it would have wrecked my life again."
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, as spouses, you have to remember to keep doing your walk with God, regardless of what your spouse is. Doing. That part. and I say that because I can have a I can have a horrible dream about my mom and wake up and I'm depressed on the side of the bed, and she and right when I'm like, you know, I'm just just about to be one of them days. And you, she opened the door, and she's playing gospel music. The presence of the Lord is here, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not on that right now. But it's like, yeah. but it's like something I needed. But I did it before it. She don't even know she's in a whole other room. Yeah, blasting mm-hmm. gospel music, and I'm like, I just got up and <laughs> waking me up with this, and it's like. But by the time I get up moving around, I'm like, that's what I needed. That's what yeah. I needed. If I'd have got up in peace and quiet, my day could have went a whole nother way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she doing her, which is helping me.
3: Behind the scenes. Yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we get to heaven. You my brother. <laughs> mm.
4: But,
2: but for now. <laughs> Yo. No more That's
3: husband true. and wife. That's true. <laughs>
0: brother, you practicing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I want to see you how the Lord see <laughs> <laughs> Brethren. <laughs> that is funny. Yo, y'all funny.
2: <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, you 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 dropped some gems there. You dropped some gems. Man, it was great having y'all. Man. I feel like we got some some more married friends. We did. And we can hang out with. And they family. And yeah.
0: Y'all we found out we're cousins, like for real. <laughs> yeah, our <and> grandmas. <laughs> is it your great grandma? It's my or grandma. Is, okay. my granny. So our both of our grannies are our sisters. sisters. They have the same dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we just found that out.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow. And my dad's a detective, so he'll get to this price thing. He gonna figure out. He gonna figure it out? Okay. He mm-hmm. called me on like three way, four way, probably. They had my, me, my homeboy, him, and his aunt. He's like, now who you say? And I'm like, why are we on the phone? Like, you Oh, talking about for No, for me. Oh. He, was for figure, the best friend. Yeah, he was trying to figure out how oh. my best friend was. Oh. And I'm like, why are we? He trying to, you remember, so and so like that. That was. Fifteen years ago. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> you know when you you know when you get um the the older women on the phone, they
3: be like, mm hmm, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. mm hmm. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, She's like would tell
4: them they is cousins, and I'm like, okay, so all yeah. right.
3: Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was an honor. Thank y'all for um inviting us. Yeah, we're right, literally no sitting in an answer prayer on the drive over. I was telling him like, I pray for this.
4: You like, did. Oh my god! On the no drive, she would not stop talking on the drive over.
3: <laughs> I just was praising the Lord, and I was just like, "Pray god, for what?" Wait, yeah, I, that's what I'm wanting. To know. Good point. I pray that. So you asked me about my podcast earlier, and I mm-hmm. said it's on ice. Yeah. And you said why, and I was like, God said so." And he was like, well, "I ain't gonna ask you no more." And earlier this year, I came into this year in routine of like planning for the show, and I just um, remember. Hearing God says, Marriage, like focus on marriage. Mm-hmm. Let that be, let that be priority ministry wise. And so I knew what that meant because I, the year prior, I struggled with balancing uh, women's ministry with the podcast and marriage, mm-hmm. like trying to find it healthy mm-hmm. in between. And so I started praying that, well, God, you will unite us in marriage, mm-hmm. in ministry. I didn't know how He was going to do it. I'm thinking, are we supposed to start a podcast? Are we supposed to do something in ministry together? And so this was earlier this year. So I started praying that, God, you would show me exactly why that is on ice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I got your text about us coming on to left hand game, I knew this is the moment. This is it, God. Like, I knew before I even had his yes, and he, and he said that I still didn't give it to him. But before <laughs> I even spoke to him about it, I knew that God was going to show me why I needed you to refocus, why I needed you to put that away because you would have been too busy or you would have been out of sorts or you would have been way, you know, off the grid with where I needed you to be to where when you sat down in this moment, it wouldn't, Mm. the story wouldn't glorify me in the way that I needed. Wow. And God has a way about sitting us down so that he makes sure he get the glory. Yeah. This was that moment for Mm. us. Wow. so um right answer prayer
1: answer prayer
3: amen um, we would unite in this way that we would
0: share our story um, hopefully this helps for the
1: book definitely Mm -hmm. yeah
3: so i I just want to um commend y'all for stepping into this side of glory regarding this podcast and ministry because it's meaningful it's impactful and it's hard and I think there aren't enough resources out there for real conversations, candid conversations. Um, and I think it starts in atmospheres like this where you just generally conversating about life and marriage and the roads that one have took to get there. So I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Yes. And y'all only been married four years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four years. Oh, yeah.
1: God is at work. I'm mm-hmm. busy. Amen. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure
3: he's pulling y'all together in the midst <laughs> of this of this show. Nah,
1: oh I don't boy. like her. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
2: we have been
3: yeah
2: in so many different ways. He has. So, thank you for speaking. Yeah,
0: thank
2: you. Hello shawty. Yeah, so, baby. You're fine, right? I sure appreciate it. That's why I hired you. Cause you're fine. Thank you. Ah, come on, get us out of here. I'm blushing. Mm-hmm. I'm dark skin, so you can't <laughs> see. Oh, okay. I, I'm I can't blushing. It. Oh, so, yeah, to give bit. you that sound effect. Ah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, woo, man, y'all. We uh, we hope that y'all enjoyed kicking it with the prices. Man, um, I really. Uh, I ain't got nothing for y'all. Uh, I, I, I ain't got nothing for you. Kiana and Anthony, I mean... And I feel like we could have went for a whole another two hours, honestly. We're going we to talk some more when we break. Yeah, down. I know. Yeah, this is not for the camera. But yeah. <laughs> we, we thank y'all so much. Don't forget again to check out our sponsors. Yeah. Icy Brand, Light With Purpose. The uh, promo codes for the discounts are down there in the description. And... Until next episode, we got one more episode left until the season is up. So um, until next episode, we love y'all. Y'all be easy. Peace. Peace. Thank y'all so much for tapping in with the Left Hand Gang podcast. Be sure to follow,
0: like, subscribe, and rate us.
2: And lastly, please don't forget to check out our website. That's lefthandgang.co for merch and ways to stay connected.
0: Catch you next episode.
2: Gang.